Hey, what's going on out there? How y'all doing today? Welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the house. That's right, y'all. We're here. It's Monday. Aren't you glad you're here? <laughs> and if you're breathing, I know you are glad. <laughs> so how was your weekend? Hope everybody had a nice weekend. You got to do some things you haven't done in a while. If they were just lay down and get some rest, hang out, do you know, do whatever you wanted to. Um, hopefully that's what you did. You know, all good. Man, we got a show for you today, boy. I tell you that. I don't even know where to start, but I'm gonna start somewhere. Um, yeah, because we know it's the Martin Luther King Federal Holiday. Um, we had um, since I last been on the air anyway. You had both um, presidential debates go on. You had. Um, the release of some prisoners and some <laughs> some people get captured and the Bill Cosby stuff is just falling apart for the prosecutor. So, man, I'll tell you, there's a whole lot going on and we're going to be talking about a whole lot of stuff, a whole lot of stuff. Now, the question is, are you going to be around to catch it all? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm just saying, you know, because some of y'all, you know, y'all come and go. But anyway, I'm happy for you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Let's Talk. I'm your host, Mr. Talk, as you can figure it out. And if you just listen on different devices we're having, you want to join the conversation, there's uh, multiple ways you can do it. The first way is you just give me a call. That's all you got to do. Call into the show, 347-838-8622. You can email me, ericlesstalk at gmail.com, and you can also join us in our chat room at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Those are all the ways you can participate in the show, and I would love to hear from each and every one of you. You know why? Because I love you. <laughs> all right. So um, that's what we have going on. You know, that's what we have going on. You know, it's interesting because I think more people are more concerned about uh, being off today than the actual holiday. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. You got to get them days off when you can, right? I understand. I do understand. Anyway, so I don't even know where I'm going to start. You know what? This is what I'm going to do. Before I get started, we're going to go on and knock the song of the day out the way. You know why? Because that's what I want to do. And then when we come back, we're going to go on and get started with the show. We're going to start talking about some things. And, man, do we have, like I said, we, we've got quite a few topics to talk about. Um, you know, and we're going to try to get in um uh, a couple of others as, as well. Okay, so without further ado, man, here's your song of the day, Kirk Franklin and Brighter Day, and I'll see y'all sh- again here real shortly. So go on and get your drinks, get your pills and paper, and I'll see y'all in a few. This is for them rough days when you feel like giving up days. That's right. Here's a little something put a smile on your face. Come on. 
<laughs> this was interesting for sure. They found cards, recruitment cards on their front lawns asking them to join the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, apparently the flower was stuffed inside. Um, goes on to read that blacks have the NAACP, the Mexicans have La Raza, the Jews have JDL, and white people have the KKK. Isn't that something? And as I, as I actually goes on to wish Martin Luther King Jr. a happy birthday. But, of course, you know how that goes. <laughs> and the flyer includes a card to a number for the loyal white knights. Yeah. Now, where stream messages about the civil rights leader are portrayed in a graphic recording. Okay. All right. Now, see, the day is supposed to be about, uh, I, you know what, that, that's a good question. What is the day supposed to be about? You know, I, I, uh, besides a federal holiday, okay, to honor uh, Dr. King, what else is it supposed to be? What else is it supposed to be? Hmm? And I think that's the question we should be asking. Yeah, we know that there's going to be symbolic marches, and a lot of churches had their little programs over the weekend and what have you. But besides that, besides that, you know, his actual birthday was the 15th of January. Yeah, say January, say it. Yeah, what's supposed to be about? What is it? I mean, I could mention that um, he did. I have a dream speech. This steps up capital. I can say that. He was a winner of a Nobel Peace Prize for his work in civil rights. I can talk about that. What? The Montgomery bus boycott. The March on Selma. You know? His change in the philosophy that the problems of the world were more than just black or white, but a human rights issue. The FBI's J. Edgar Hoover's attempt to silence him with accusations of infidelity. And there was a letter written, yeah, encouraging him to kill himself. Mm -hmm. And, of course, the U.S. government agency being found guilty of conspiracy and assassination of Dr. King in a civil trial in 1999. I could tell you all about that. And all that he earned a Ph.D. at the age of 25. Okay. We can talk about that all day. We can talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. You know, what a great man he was and this and that and the other. <clears throat> yeah. But we're not going to do that. You know, um, this is what I will say. Um, he was a very important man for his time that he was. And... um you know, he did pave the way for a lot of stuff that we do have now. He did, you know, and, and that's great. But you know what was also interesting? Although he fought and, and, and went to prison and all that, for what he believed in, it still didn't stop him from dying. Because of hatred. You know? So what is the day supposed to be about? What is it supposed to be about? Let's go on and, and let's let's take a look to to today. 
and, and put, um, I guess, where we are today. Where are we today? You know, I know there have been some removal of Confederate flags and, and some statues in places. And, you know, everybody has gone buck wild about that. We have, oh my, we have succeeded. We have done wonderful things. We are moving forward. Those are just symbolic things, though. You know, it's not changing the heart of anybody. No, it's not. Then, of course, you know, um, since Ferguson and um, Mike Garner and um, Scott, Sandra Bland, you know, now we have what is supposed to be the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah, the Black Lives Matter movement. You know, and if you take and put all that together, all that together, you know, the Black Lives Movement. Let's look at that for a moment. You know, it's, it, it would be one thing if it was pushed or financed by us. And when I say us, I mean the black people, okay? But that's not who's financing this thing. That's not. But anyway, we'll move on from there. <laughs> we'll revisit that one in a little bit. Um. So, with you know, all that stuff happening within this last year, you know, some say, well, that that's um that's some good stuff. But guess what, y'all? We still got a long way to go. Yeah, we do. We have a long way to go. Not just from the outside, but we have a long way to go just from the inside, among ourselves. Yes, we do. You know, and, and here's the thing. If, if we don't hurry up and, and recognize and realize that we have to stop work, start, start working together. That so-called dream that uh, Martin saw that everybody is supposed to be trying to get a hold of, it, it's going to become a nightmare. Yeah, it is. And for um, Michael Brown. Scott, Bland, Garner, um, the young lady up in Connecticut, in the nightmare, as in death. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But I think what I want to talk about right now is um, if we're going to use, if we are going to use today as a, a, a how can I put this as a, a, a monumental day? Well, let's do some. Let's let's bring some information out that a lot of black people, especially our younger individuals, have no idea that exists. Yeah. Tommy Rose, a Baltimore activist, okay, with the um, Black Lives Matter, you know who. Became, I guess, a 15 minutes famous for uh, confronting Gerardo, I mean, Gerardo Rivera on television. She said she didn't even know this group existed. Now, how can you not know that a group that has been founded since 1971 
past 46 members didn't exist. And you wonder why we have such a gap between generations. Yeah, y'all, that's what I'm talking about, generational gaps. And I do believe that is where our biggest issue is right now. Of course, besides the fact that uh, no funds, you know, we don't own any grocery stores. You know, we, <laughs> we our money definitely don't stay in the neighborhood because we don't have anything in the neighborhood to put it into. So, what do we do? And for those that haven't figured out what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the Congressional Black Caucus. That is what I'm talking about. In 1991, that's when it was founded. That's right. It makes up 10% of the House of Representatives and 25% of the Democratic Caucus. But people don't know this. They don't even know they exist. You know, we often hear on the show talk about um, the political process. You know, how do we change stuff? We have to, some say we have to be more political. How, you know, how can you um, be political if you don't know that there is something there for you to join to be political with? I don't know if I said that right, but I, I'll come back to that in a minute. You know, um, but if you have caucus, you know, it, it's sad because if um, Rose, if she's in so, a so-called movement, how can you be in a movement and not realize that you have those up sitting in, in, in um, places that may help you? Be able to help you. For instance, you have um, um, who is it? Uh, Sheila Jackson? Yes, yeah, Sheila Jackson Lee of Texas, who has constantly spoken out about the problems facing the black community, police brutality, and has steadily been pushing for an investigation into the death of Sandra Bland. She's a member of that. But who knows? <laughs> you know, that 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 is the interesting part. Who knows? Yeah, everybody knows about Dr. King. Yeah. Everybody can tell you the basic things about Dr. King. But what can you right here, right now, okay? What can you say? About the Black Caucus, Congressional Caucus, nothing because you don't know anything about it. You know, um, there's, and, and here's where the generational gap comes in, and I, I do believe because um, I think it was Freddie on the show uh, made a statement that. Um, you know, if, if you're not out there participating, then you can't offer anything to him. 
Now, if you take a look at some of the members on the caucus, they were out there on the ground doing their thing during their time. Most of them with Dr. King. And um, others, you know, that you may know in your family that you haven't asked them a question, so they probably haven't, then, you know, volunteered the information. You know, it's you know it's, it's something in the black community that is a terrible thing, terrible thing, and that's going, going to your death, holding secrets, holding information. It's a terrible thing. You know, you pass things down like cooking. Recipes, you know, um, you know, just minute stuff like that. So why not, why not pass information on to help bridge gaps in generation? So the information continually flows over and over. And as it begins to flow, there's more information added to it and more information added to it. Gee, next thing you know, man, you you, you sitting on something, uh, some dynamite. But that's not what we want to do. We want to keep our secrets to, to the day we die. And that's it. Once you're gone, you're gone. So see, those are some of the things that we have to change if we gonna if we gonna uh, um, really get to the promised land or dream whatever you want to say. That's what we have to do. Now, don't get it twisted. You know, the Black Caucus, Congressional Black Caucus. Let let let's be clear. They are a part of the system. Okay, the political system. That they are. And of course, like the rest of us out here, that's trying to do something to change the, the flow, the ebb flow, the, the flow uh, of negativity in our communities, you know, they're constricted by financial restrictions as well. Yeah. You know, because when you when you talk start talking political um, um, talk such as committees, you know, districts and things of that nature. You're talking cash. You're talking cash. Endorsements. Now the question is, how many of them on that committee uh, want to actually um, participate in that? Are they truly going to be uh, um, a representative of the people? Or are they going to go ahead and, and fall into the traps that the political game holds? Because it's, it's not set up for success. Let, let's get that right, okay? It's not. I think we talked about that already. It's not set up for success. You know, so why, so, so 
so why is there um, very little mention of the Congressional Black Caucus? Now, why don't we know more about it in our neighborhoods? Why don't we teach? Why don't we teach our children about the Congressional Black Caucus? Maybe because we don't feel that we're being represented the correct way. See, that that is so. There's so much going on here. You know, every third Monday is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Black History Month next month is going to be the same people, the same thing. So when are we going to start um, teaching our youngsters new things to help them, to, to, you know, educate them? Education is a good thing, man. It really is. I mean, yeah. a lot of them right now I can tell you LeBron James stats from the, from the time he was with um, um, whoever he played for in college. Or even they go to college, I don't know. They can tell you every every um, little thing on Pokemon and things of that nature. It's time to start teaching our kids. There are options. Stop holding information back. You know, as you get older, you're supposed to get wiser. Notice I said supposed to, because we know there's a lot of individuals get older and don't get wiser. <laughs> uh, but we need to, st- uh, the, the, to start educating our kids, man, because this is, and I, I really thought about it, and I'm like, what is this is this day supposed to stand for besides a federal holiday and a day off, which most people say, oh, I don't have to go to work on Monday. I don't have to go to work Monday. I got me a free day off. As I mentioned before, you have the, 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 the so-called marches that go on, you know, and then you may have a service or what have you. But besides that, what does this day really stand for? I don't know. I don't know. And I think that is the the, the one thing that is really bothering me is I don't know. I can't, I don't know. (laughs) You know? I try and put my little thinking cap on and figure out what is the day supposed to be and you know why? Because I was never told or, or taught what the day was supposed to be. I just know it's, you know, Martin Luther King's birthday. It's supposed to honor Martin Luther King Jr. Okay, fine. Honor him, then what? Well, <laughs> oh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I do believe that we, as a, a people, as a group, 
need to do a better job of educating our kids. Stop teaching them to twerk. Twerking is not getting them nothing but leading them to uh, to a perception of that's all they can do. Stop doing that. You know, you got nerved enough to, to, to put fights on uh, uh, YouTube and Facebook. And adults are standing around watching this mess. Why? And you wonder why kids won't respect you. You wonder why you, you cannot go to the club with your kids, okay? You can't be a friend to your kids. You're the parent. Pick a book and start reading sometime. Maybe, you know, if a kid see you reading sometime, maybe they'll pick a book and say, let me read a little bit. Turn the boob tube off. Thing constructive anyway. You're probably watching a reality show. Or you're watching that Miss Empire. Or the haves and the have-nots. Nonsense. Turn it off. It's not going to hurt you. Guarantee that you still will live. Yeah, you're going to make it. Hey, it, you know, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. You know, um, the other day Mike say, well, you know, we ought to introduce our people into the tech, the tech world, the technology world. You know, educate them in that. Yeah. But technology is what's ruining us now. Let's be honest, it is. Most people can't. You leave the house without your cell phone. When I grew up, there were no cell phones. So when you left the house, if you didn't get the call before you left the house, they just had to wait till you come back. So if you leave leave your cell phone, you can be 10 miles down the road. You would turn back and go and get your cell phone. Why? Because honestly, when I leave mine, and I leave it quite often, it stays there until I get back. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Some say, well, Mr. Talk, you know, some electronics are good for you. Yeah, some are. But some, in some instances, take it to the extreme. And that is uh, part of the issue I'm talking about. You got a whole room full of people and everybody head down on the phone. You, won't even t- you don't even talk to each other anymore. I mean, when I was growing up, we had dinner together every evening. You know, the the whole family had conversation. That's right. At time when you go and sit in the room, you sit down, and you get you a book, and you read. It didn't kill me. <laughs> it didn't. But, of course, if you're not setting that example, then how do you expect your kids to do it? A lot of you have so much knowledge and information to share with your kids. But you you won't even do that. 
And, and you'd be surprised. You know, you tell a kid something, and if they find it interesting, what are they going to do? They're going to go and tell their, their friends. So now the information is being passed on. But if you never put it out there, then you can never, they'll never get passed on. Of course, this is just me going, you know, this is how I feel right now. You know, if you're going to use this day for anything, use it for that. Sit down with your kids, uh, you know, and, and talk to them. You know, explain to them, yeah, Martin Luther King Jr. was a, 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 a outstanding man. You know, he did so, so and so, and he did this, then did, did this. And then expand the conversation. Expand it. You know, talk to them about Congressional Black Congress. Talk to them about Black Wall Street. We won't even do that. Hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. And, you know... Until I figure out what the day today is supposed to be, and I guess I'll be having these thoughts every year. <laughs> mm. You know, I, I don't know. All right. I'm, I, I'm done with my little rant right now, as I said right now. <laughs> because I, I feel some more coming. I, I really do. I really do. Uh, but you know, I see I have a couple of um, people who wants to get um, join the conversation. So I think I will go ahead and let them come on in. Being the nice person that I am. <laughs> but anyway, let's see who I have here. All right, welcome to the show, Michigan. What's going on, man? What's up, man? You done you done made me sad, man. I'm getting ready to stop. Getting ready to stop at the liquor store and give me a. A half pint, man. I got, I got discouraged, man, listening to you. Well, <laughs> well, I was, I was, I was only gonna, I was only gonna buy a half pint, but now they're gonna buy a pint. Well, buy whatever you buy, man. You. Hey, whatever. <laughs> hey, tr- Sometimes the truth make you want to drink. You know, I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, I, I think you're right. You huh? know, man, I was just listening to you, and um, hmm. and I think it. it it, you you know you bring up some good questions, and one of the things that that really is an excellent question. Like, if if black folks believe that politics is such an important part of us uh, organizing, then why wouldn't the black community demand that through their local school systems that local politics is taught, uh, the local history of politics, blacks in those communities, also you know, Congressional Black Caucus. I mean, if these are specific things that we should know, and I believe if you're going to play the political game, I mean, these are things that you should know. But you know why we don't, uh, Mr. Talk, I'm going to tell you, because we don't have community. See, Mm -hmm. all of these things can go right back to you're asking, you know, this is what communities do. They do Mm -hmm. those types of things. I'll give you another question. I was at a uh, lecture with uh, Malefi Asante. I think he started the first Afrocentric um, academic program down at I think it was Florida State University. 
Uh-huh. And he brought up a question. He said, he said, have you noticed that in places where you have historically black colleges, you know, you're, you got engineers, scientists, water scientists, and all these black folk, right, coming out of these right. schools. Mm-hmm. But the black communities in which those universities sit in look like hell holes. Now, right. think about that. That's true. So it's almost like we don't connect the dots. Like, you don't – when when white folk develop schools, they develop in schools, man, to maintain and expand and to keep their culture running. Mm-hmm. But we – just see, we're going to get an education. That's not how this shit works. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? We yep. just going to school basically because they going to school, right? Um, mm-hmm. We're not necessarily going to school with a unique purpose in mind. To say, I'm going to school to get an education. Okay, right. education do what? You you It never translates into your communities to where you, this education, you see it within the black communities. How, how do we what is that gap? We get, that's like it's a gap, miss. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. basically just are mimicking white I understand, but we basically just mimicking white folk within their culture. Everything right. white folk do, we do. Mm-hmm. White folks start a, 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 a police union, we start a black police union. White folks start a firefighters association, two years later, you got a black fire. You see what I'm saying? Yep. I understand. You, and, and one more quick thing. You know what the – if you want to – if you know any uh, Masonic brothers, particularly ones who come through um, Prince Hall Mason, you want to piss no. them off <laughs> if you know any? Say, man, you ain't nothing but a shadow. Just say that to them. <laughs> uh-huh. if, if they know anything about Masonry, man, they're going to go – they're going to uh, bust a blood vessel. You you know what you know what that's called, man. You know why the European Masons call black Masons their shadow, mm. meaning when you mm. stand in the light, when you mm. stand in the light, and the light is cast upon you, it gives off a shadow. So right. if I move my hand, then so does my shadow. If I walk then so does my shadow. This would be stuff, man. <laughs> Basically, they're saying, you wow. are our shadow, meaning you do what you do because of who we are. Mm-hmm. That's heavy, man. Yes, it is. Very heavy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Very heavy. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I'm sure I'm sure some of them out there right now fuming. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know they are. Some of them are deaf human, oh, but they yeah. be all. Uh, all right, let me bring uh, Mr. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all yeah, right, Eric 404, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hey, peace and blessing, man. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. Who is this, Wesley? Yeah, you know it, brother. You know it. Hey, <laughs> what's going on, man? It's been a long time. Hey, I've been working out here, man. I hear the belly of the beach. Look here, my brothers. All right. I like the conversation, man, but I ain't got much time. But here, y'all want to do something? Join up to this group that we should uh, go to. I am one in a million black conscious voters and contributors. All right? 
That's the only way to do it instead of everybody running around with the, all these doggone knowledge acting like a herd of cats. Okay? We kind of we want all right, you know how I heard the cats is, you know what I mean? So we want black conscious folk, man, okay? Like my brother was saying, when we get together, we're going to be like a, a, a block, man, of one million folk, man. One million black conscious folk that we go to any politician in the, all over the country, say we got a million votes, look at here, look at here. From there, everything else going to stem from that, man, okay? Mm-hmm. That's the only way to get out of this, man. I'll say it again. I am one in a million black conscious voters and contributors, man. All right? Mm-hmm. I, man, I was pretty that yeah. possible. Huh? Uh, no, that's a whole lot. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's a whole lot. We in a whole lot of predicament, my brother. Okay. <laughs> that's right. Well, I, I'm yeah. not. I'm not. I'm not arguing with you about that. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. One in a million black consciousness. Black. I am one in a million black conscious voters and contributors. Okay. But once you once you go to the website and hit I am one in a million, then the whole thing gonna come up anyway. It'll pop up, yeah, Press. It'll pop up. Okay. You check that out, man. Y'all check that out, and uh, we we, we right. gonna do something, man. Okay. Yep. I'm gonna check it yes, out. Yes, sir, man. It's, it's, it's our time, man. We can we tired of each one of us be caught up here butt naked out here. Now we we gonna form all the other fingers together and make this fish now. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Um. So before you go, real quick. Um, give me some particulars on this on on this little thing right here. But I mean, exactly what's going on with it? What's going on? We just just in the uh, in the getting together stages, man. When you check it out, man. I mean, it's gonna be like from there. It's the nucleus of all this, man. We're gonna spring off businesses, people helping each other in businesses, any field of, of human endeavor, man. We just gonna come together, man. We coming together. You know what I'm saying? Uh, mm-hmm. We just coming together and starting off being you get you being conscious. Everybody want to do something. You got just conscious folk, man. Just say no, no people on, uh, just sitting on the sideline bumping their gun. And, and we getting ready to do something, man. I mean, people got uh, products. We got products to sell and whatever businesses, whatever. And uh, it's gonna be stemming from that, man. You know what I mean? Everything possible, man. Okay, so this is a nation. National type of thing we trying to put yes, together. Yes, because you, you look at it this way, it's like forty million people, in, black people in America, right? Give or take. So mm-hmm. the aim of the group is to try to get at least two percent. Two percent of forty million is nine hundred ninety-nine some thousand. So we trying to round it off to a million. So we just want two percent of the real conscious folk that's tired of bumping our gun, sitting on the sideline. That that two percent really want to do something, man. Yeah, no, I'm glad you said that, Wesley, because I, the question came to my mind. Now, you know, when you say conscious, folk, what exactly oh, do you boy. mean by conscious? Now, I mean, oh, let's boy. be honest, because everybody have their different version of conscious. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Conscious so, is, well, what conscious is, is people like y'all on the phone talking that know what's going on and and everybody put their ideas to try to do something, move the group as a whole. I mean, individually, one they're picking us off one by one. Once we get into this voting block of me and folk, man, we'll be stronger in the two tea party, man. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so that's the only way out, man, because 
I, that's why I ain't been calling in. I've been working anyway, man. But uh, it's a brother out of Florida. I don't know if you know him, but brother Africa that live in Palm Beach, and then uh, Dr. GM Cleaner. Uh, mm-hmm. They come. You know, I don't know if you know them, but uh, and everybody, we just got tired of just getting picked off. And, and see, look at it. If we would have been together with one million conscious black voters, when Obama stepped in, see. We could have had a million folks behind and put up. He has a million, two million feet up his ass to do something for us. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Instead of uh, instead of depending on Sharpton and Jesse and them, they sell lots. We we started from the bottom, man. We started from the bottom. Now my whole team up. You see what I'm saying? Right, right. Okay. I got you, Wesley. I got you. I got you, brother. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and check that out. It was good to hear from you, man. I was wondering where you were. <laughs> you know, I've, been, I've been I've been working, brother, and then I've been uh, uh, dude. I'm just like a uh, a squirrel or ant. I work in the summertime and in the springtime, and then in the wintertime, I, I stack my yams and I get to have a nation. See? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the way the most high y'all been running my life anyway since I moved to Georgia. Every time wintertime comes. Uh, I guess God know I don't like get the cold weather, so I always get laid off in the winter time. So I figured out how to go to the Florida universe when I came to work, stack some yams. And then in the winter time, I hate the cold, so I, I sit somewhere and hibernate. And, and like the trees and, and nature. You know what I'm saying? See, once we realize how, na- how, how nature go, we do it, man. Because, see, we are nature. They flip the whole doggone time in the calendar and go against nature. All these ice people, you know what I'm saying? It's all these I we we going by the Iceman road rule, man. Talking about New Year talking about New Year started January where everything's dead in the city. Mm. That's how they flipped everything and so they get that's why they got us all off balance, man. They flipped the whole darn time and everything, man. Hmm. That's interesting. That's that's pretty deep. Yeah. Yeah. That's, pretty that's deep. right, man. Who and you know if God made the universe the New Year started springtime when everything growing. You know what I mean? You look at the animals. That's when they had their babies in the springtime. And you, 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 and when everything starts growing and the sun comes back over the equator. Not mm. in the dog on wintertime when everything sleeps. Hibernation, plant, there ain't no New Year. That's the, that, that right there is fake right there, man. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, let me put one more thing here. Why do you think they say that the holiday April Fool, man? Why you think they come up with April Fool? Okay, you you got me on that one. Why they come up with April Fool? Because they fool everybody to think it's New Year's in January first. The New Year started April. See, that's why they say April Fool. The fool all the fool everybody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's right. Uh, See, everything got a meaning. I'm gonna throw some more now. Everything got a meaning, man. You look at uh-huh. all them black people, all them black people mad at Hollywood, right? All because they 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 ain't represent, they ain't get no no nomination. You know what the meaning of Hollywood mean, man? Huh? What's check that? Out the word. Check, check the word is really uh, hollow wood. Okay, it's fake. A hollow wood is a tree, and they don't, they ain't even a tree when they cut the inside of the wood. It's a hollow wood illusion. See. The whole movie thing is fake, man. The magic wand, that's what they call that magic wand. And what they say is, is, is a piece of hollow uh, wood, right? To catch spells on folk, man. 
So that oh, side you see, that side you see, y'all. I mean, so-called Hollywood is really the word. Really, it's hollow wood. You see what I'm saying? Huh? Uh huh. Okay. That's interesting. All right, Wes. Right. All right. Well, don't go nowhere. Let me bring this lady into the conversation. Yeah, right. do that. Let me holler. I ain't talking to her in a while. Let me hear her talk. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure who you are, but okay. Good afternoon. <laughs> Listen, I was listening to another show over the weekend. It was interesting. It was these ladies, and they were very upset with the men in the conscious, so-called conscious community. And um, a lot of them are just, they're just, uh, they're, they're turning their backs on all of it. And they were uh, giving some examples that they personally encountered with these. And they started talking all these different uh, organizations that are allegedly conscious. And one lady made a very good point. And she said, it really shouldn't be called conscious. If you, if you shouldn't, you know, declare yourself to be conscious. If you're going to operate from integrity and, and character, you, you're acting conscientious. So, you know, to be conscious really just means to be awake. It doesn't mean that you and to be aware. It doesn't mean that you're going to operate conscientiously. So um, I just wanted to just, um, you know, uh, remark on that. And I thought she made a very good point. Well, uh, ma'am, uh, you get in this group right here. The women, and we want women in it, man. There's women running stuff no, now. No, 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 I'm, I'm not joining any. I'm, oh. I'm not right now. My life is not allowing me to join groups right now. I have to focus on what I need to do. Uh, okay, okay. That's good. Okay, that's good. and that's, uh-huh. So, but this is the thing. But, think, but I think that's a very good term because she talked about a lot of the uh, different groups and the men in there, their experiences and how they insist on calling them queens. They don't want to be called queens. They don't need to be called queens. And it's really kind of coming at them in a patriarchal manner. You know, they saw, some of them were saying they were doing everything, working two jobs, paying bills, and he's walking around uh, calling her a queen. That's just well, man, this, group, around, this whole group, this whole group, different here, man. We are not trying to do something because I know I'm not. Y'all getting tired of getting picked off one by one, right? We can move better as a group than we can as a single person. So we get one lead. I understand. I'm not even talking about your group. I'm talking about this this show. I was uh, listening to someone to share what uh-huh. these ladies were saying that had been involved for years with the well, uh, different conscious groups. So I think the term conscious needs to go because if you're unconscious, that means you're pretty much in a coma. You know, well, see, and so, you stuck on words. See, I don't. They call us doodle. Long as we do something for the people. Words we are very important. Yes, ma'am. Didn't we you mean, just talk about? Mean, didn't you just define what Hollywood really means? Yes, words ma'am. are important. So I'm saying, but if you want I'm to, if you want to, I'm not, you know I what? I can't. I can't, I can't. No, no, no. Because I haven't finished speaking, and you're interrupting. See, you're so. You, I understand your eagerness and your energy toward this group. But I'm just sharing what I heard from these other uh-huh. ladies. It has nothing to do with you, your group, okay? Right. What I'm saying is that to distinguish yourself from those those fake conscious people, because there's a lot of them, they're pimps and players, okay? You might want to think of calling yourself a conscientious group. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, whatever, ma'am. See, I'm not stuck in the world. It's just a million black people trying to do something, okay? I, I'm, it's 2016, and I, uh, we can't do it. Well, a lot of people are going to get turned off. If you call yourself well, conscious, a lot of people are going to be turned off because of their bad. experience with the so-called conscious community. If you want to be distinguished from the rest, and if you're going to operate from integrity, you might want to call yourself something different. That's just a suggestion. Huh. Okay. Now, I have to go because I have a lot of work to do. I don't like getting into a lot of argument over kind of like irrelevant stuff. You know, I have to focus on really, you know, other things. So that's all I have to say. And have a good afternoon, okay? All right. Thank you, Miss Lady. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. <laughs> man, it's, 20, it's 2016, man. I, I ain't even get home on no word, man. I'm the home that I'm going to cheat. People don't realize it's, it's thoughts, words, and actions and deeds, man. Okay? Whatever somebody got baggage with somebody else, that's their group, man. I really ain't want to hear about what somebody had. That's just like if uh, I meet a woman, me and her trying to get together. She's so worried about how Leroy and Bobo and them dogged her out so she can't move forward. You see what I'm saying? Well, so yeah, you know, I, I, I would just, I, I, I didn't want to, I know Renee, she, is she, uh, not Renee, um, when, when somebody kind of disagrees, yeah, well, yeah, somebody kind of disagrees still, with her, she, she, she like to run off the phone yeah, and not really confront yeah, it. But I'm, I want to say this because I, I mean, I, I keep up with the conscious community, you know, I, I, yeah. I interact with a lot of them and, and for the most part, so just to set the record straight, I don't believe that the, the conscious community is full of, uh, pimps, what did she say? Pimps and hustlers. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, man. So we want let's set that record straight. Yeah. Yeah. Now you may have some within that community who um, do that. If you were to line up the sisters who are a part of conscious groups, ninety uh, percent of them would say that they do agree with what the black men are doing within their organizations. Ninety uh, percent of them would not say they're fed up with conscious brothers. So let's make sure we. Balance that, you know. Yeah. I don't know what a I don't know what a purpose was, but well, need to balance see, that out. See, yeah. and here's 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 where the 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 um, divide comes in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's the prime yeah. example where the divide comes in right there. You know, mm-hmm. one group, man, I've been dealing and then and then and then it, it spreads. See, that, and that yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying, yeah. saying before, you know, we spread the negative stuff. We spread that in a heartbeat. Right. But the positive yeah. stuff, we, we won't spread it. We keep it to mm-hmm. ourselves within our, our little, you know, circle. And and that's why we have such a big um, gap in, in, you know, in our communication with anybody. As long mm-hmm. as yeah. in our communities. Of course, we don't have a community, so that helps too. Because, see, I'm, I, 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 I'm about to yeah, go no, on 2016, right? man. It's 2016 now, man. You know what I'm saying? Whatever happened last year, it was bad last year. That's flushed down the toilet, man. I'm not trying to move forward now, man. So, like, like it's like, let whoever comes share will, man. She'll come. I ain't worried about any of you. She ain't going to show up. Don't show up, man. That's all you have to say. And keep it moving, well, man. Me, well, let me let me say something to the brothers' uh, point about uh, organization. And Kwame Ray had, uh, they had did a research and said that there's only really about seven, we, we say, so we, the black community got too many organizations. But really, mm-hmm. they don't, uh, because he had. They did a study and said it's basically just about sixteen percent of the black community 
belong to some type of organization. So you're talking about still over 80%, you know, of the community who's not organizing with some group. So mm-hmm. I would say the more organizational structures you can put together, the better. It can't hurt. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe if you if you out for the right thing, at some point they'll merge anyway. That's right. So I certainly want to say, hey, go for it. I'm going to check out the organization and become a member. I'm a member of a lot of organizations. It, you, you can't have too much organization. That's the key. That's right. Oh, interesting. All right, hold on. Let me bring um, Sister Ngoni in. All right. Welcome, Sister Ngoni. How are you? Thank you. I'm fine. And you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you for asking. Well, uh, greetings to Wesley and Brother Michigan also. Hey, How, you doing? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Good. I'm good. I just wanted to ask a question. Do you okay. realize, Brother Michigan, that when you first came on the phone, you started talking about the Masons? Yeah. What did you say about Prince Hall being a shadow? Yes. <laughs> Okay, that's all I got to say. Uh-huh. What's, what's your point? What's your point? You should get the point. No, no, I don't. No, I don't get the point. Well, because I would just con- like to con- say. The context, the con- the con- would you like for me to respond of- or not? I don't have to. Oh, I yes, just- go get it. Yes, yes, please, please do. Go okay. Ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I just thought it was interesting that when Miss Lady offered her, insight after listening to a program and sharing some of the criticisms that the women on that program had based on their experiences with so-called conscious men in the groups and others. Um, They were rejected out of hand. Brother Wesley talked about Hollywood. Um, You know, he clarified the, the, the definition of the word Hollywood. And she said that words are important, and I they are important. Uh, but the thing of this is, you know, she said it was just a suggestion. She didn't say that no one should join the group that Brother Wesley is talking about. But why is it that when women want to participate and share their ideas, they always no, have okay. All right. shut down you. or dismiss? No, I don't. I don't. No. Okay. Well, I, I'm sorry if I. Well, let me let me say. I got you now. I didn't. The, the really the point that I brought up was when she made the statement that she said most of those conscious groups are hustlers. And pimps, do you remember her saying that? No, what I remember her saying is... Oh, you didn't lady, hear that part? You didn't hear that part? I, I, no, I didn't say I didn't hear it. You asked me, oh, do okay. I remember? I was listening to her okay. every word she said. Right. What okay. I understood right. her to be saying, that the women on the show she heard were complaining about their experiences with conscious men or brothers in the movie. That's correct. That's, That's what right. I heard. And I've heard okay. other people... But you didn't, talk, hear the, you didn't hear the part when she said... Uh, the brother might want to call himself something else because and and move away from those conscious groups because most of them are pimps and hustlers. You didn't hear that part? I heard her say she was just offering a suggestion that perhaps conscientious would be a con- conscientious. <laughs> Sounds like you almost heard everything except be, when she be, called them it would pimps be a, and hustlers. Okay, listen. That's what I got out of it. We don't all speak words have different meanings to different people, okay. and they use right. the meaning of what other people are saying. And it, I find that often in these attempts to have difficult conversations in groups that a lot of people like to take words and put them in the context that they wish to use them in, as opposed to feeding back what they heard the person say, getting clarity, and then move forward with understanding. And, and then how did you just did that. 
No. Guess who just came on the phone and I'm, did that I'm almost me. finished. <laughs> and then it gets then it gets into polemics, which go nowhere yeah. except in a circle. Yeah. That's yeah. all. Okay. All right. And that's exactly what you just did to me. When, no, I don't think so. If you if you were you listening to Mr. Talking I original conversation. You know what? We were talking about the con- we were talking about the con- here and recant go I was listening to. Okay, I gotta go. No, I'm, I'm not gonna recant at all. I was just getting ready to put it in context. My statement about the Masons. We were talking about whether or not we had a community. And so I was using the example of what we do within this community is mimic white folk. And I use the examples of the Masons, how the European Masons call black Masons their shadow because they all they do, all they're doing is mimicking them. Now that's the context. And she was putting into context that she thought using the word conscious does not reflect what the behavior that we should be exhibiting in doing in dealing with each other. And she said, Wesley, I never disagree with that. Yeah, I didn't. And she said, it's just a suggestion, a suggestion that might be considered. That's all. That's right. And all I did behind her was I wanted to come and clean up the part where she said. Most of them are pimps and hustlers. From that perspective, I said, I belong to some conscious groups, so I wanted to give some balance to that statement. And you, you said problem with that? we're just shadows of the white masons. So what's the difference between what she says and what you said? I don't see any difference. That they're calling the conscious groups pimps and hustlers? No, I you don't, don't see, see any difference. difference. And you making and a me, and me saying that the white European Masons call you black Masons their shadow. You don't see all, my, you don't see no difference. In, I did. If, if you let me finish my sentence, okay. you would be able to hear what I'm saying. But I don't think you really want to hear what I'm saying. I think you just want to argue. So I'll just be quiet. No, but go ahead, go ahead. I, I don't want to argue because that's no, I, I just don't want to argue. Have a good point. Usually, when they when they running out of argument, that's the first thing they do. Well, I'm gonna be quiet. Yeah, well, that's another way for the patriarchal system to dismiss women and say that we're running away when we don't want to argue. Arguing doesn't get us anywhere. I know I do it a lot, and I'm trying to start 2016 off on a different vibration. So thank you, Mr. Talk, yeah, see, for allowing yeah, me to and share. And I, I didn't even say anything about women. I said and, people. And Brother Wesley I didn't, Wesley say, I didn't is, say women. I didn't say women, Ron. I said people. But you Brother turn Wesley, around and try to make me say I'm talking about women. Uh, Brother Wesley, it's really nice to hear your voice. It's been a long time, couple of years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've been working out here trying to grind, keep me some money there. <laughs> but uh, I see y'all ain't never. I'll continue where y'all left off, and Mr. Talk. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, That's not good, really. Man. <laughs> not really. But uh, okay. Mm. You know, I, see, I, I learned. I learned. I learned one thing, man. You know what I mean. Uh, particularly uh, with the, uh, our sweet female persuasion, man. Once they get locked in on a particular subject or whatever, whatever, we cannot talk to them, man. They they use fifty thousand words a day, and we only use like ten thousand. So, right. Only thing a brother yeah. can say, I apologize. I apologize. Every yeah, that's woman, right. That's ever. right. <laughs> wait a minute. That's hold right. on. Hold, right, hold on. Wait a minute. No, no, yeah. don't even. Yeah, don't go there. Don't go there. No, nah, I hate to say it, brother. And he, the brother's correct. Uh, uh, the brother's don't go correct. there. We ain't got time to be just arguing about ourselves, man. Right. Our women, man. Just say I, I apologize, baby. I'm sorry. We got to keep it moving, man. Yeah. Yeah. No. Hey, 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 Wesley. Well, that's what I do with my wife, but she, she's think, over the airwaves talking to everybody, so we had to clean that up. You man. know, I, I think uh, 
<sighs> man, I think the problem is no, some men just don't want to listen. I think that's what the issue is. Okay. You know, I, I really do. Huh? Listen to what the woman has to say. What a woman I has think, to I think, say. I think, I think, I, Mr. Talk, I think uh, all three of us listen real good to both of the women. Absolutely. Well, I, I listen good. Wait a minute. Hold on. I'm married to a black woman. I know I you better listen to talking good. about me. For you, for the others, I'll just say in general, you know, that happens that way sometimes. Okay? And so now, we're going to move on from that. All right, all right. I was going to add some flavor to it. That we listen, all three of us listen. All three of us listen real good. All three of us listen real good. But I think since they done got beat up so much out there in the other world, to when they run into a brother that listen, they got all that dog. They got more baggage than Delta Airlines. Oh. <laughs> all right. Let me let me bring. Now you finna get us in trouble, Wesley. Now you is gonna get us in trouble. Man, nobody's getting in trouble. I'm just, oh, okay. I wanna join this now that now that it's turned on to relationship thing. Wait, hey, hey Joe, Joe, what, 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 let me ask you a question, Joe. How long let me ask Joe a question real quick. Let me ask you a question right here, Joe. How long have you been listening? Off and on for the whole show. But I've been listening okay, intently right, for the last uh, 10 minutes. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Uh, like I said, it's very often the relationship stuff. That's why I plugged in. Is that, yeah, uh, Eric, there are some men who do not listen to women. But that, to me, is an overrated type of statement. Because that's the thing that the feminists have been doing for decades. Oh, you don't listen to us. But if you actually listen to men, they will tell you one of the, um, I guess, the top three top of complaints that they have is that women find men's statements, not just in business, but with regards to relationships or anything else, let's say even this particular topic which you're on today, they're very dismissive of it. And I'm not even talking about black chicks. I'm talking about white chicks. Asian chicks, they're, well, if they're Asians or mixed with, uh, you know, the American culture, they're the same way. Okay, Hispanic chicks, same thing. It's across the board. And what Wesley was saying about the educated um, black woman, <laughs> try talking to an educated white woman as well. Because, oh, we've got all our, hey, I worked, hey, I've done the same thing you have, and I got my degree, and what makes you, you patriarchal pig? Um, all right, all right. You know what? Uh, I'm going to say this right now, since y'all, y'all just determined to go ahead and, and go down this route with this conversation, when they jump <laughs> on you, when they jump on you, don't ask for help. All right. Yeah, don't, don't call. Hey, hey. Don't, don't call. Don't ask for help. I'm, I'm hey, I don't pop the brakes. You're the biggest, the you're the biggest that, white man. knight on the um, on the um, BTR. You protect women no matter what. No matter hey, what. Yeah. They can. They you, you you let them talk, and then when they start talking, and then when they start getting on men's nerves, and then when we react. Then you jump in and you protect the women, which is okay to be, you know, a white knight, but you do it all the time. You don't let the women who keep saying we are your equal be the equal recipient of what men go through. If we can, if we can be contentious back and forth and still come back the next day to be contentious even more, then we should allow the women to be the same way, okay. in my opinion. Now this is this is when I usually jump in is when it starts getting disrespectful. Okay, then I jump in. But, if, but as long as it's back as conversation, conversation, then no, I do not jump in, Joe. That's all I'm saying. 
Yeah, but you're just you jumping here. now. You're jumping and saying that this now going into a different direction, try and protect the women. The women don't need protection. If they keep complaining. And then he made the statement, and then he made the statement out of the blue, I don't know where he got that from, that men don't want to listen. Now, where the hell did that come from? No, like I said to my first team, some men don't want to listen, which is true. But yeah. we, we like you were talking about, Mr. Mish, we you know where that come from? Hey, hey, hey. You know where that come from? He done been told that before, see? All of us have been told that, man. I've been told that, too. So I I, I made sure my last woman I had, that was a mistake I, she said I made. So every time when I get to be around a woman, I make it extra hard to listen, man, to every word and every it doesn't word that come out of their mouth. Right, Wes? Yeah. It doesn't work because we hear the training that they're trying to impose upon us. We lay back. And we let them talk, and then when we offer an opinion, you interrupt me. You interrupt me. Well, you've been talking for five, six minutes. I only talk for two or three minutes. You interrupt me. There's a, there's a, have you guys heard of the comedian uh, Bill Burr? He's always uh, uh, talking about the, the double standards of uh, what women are going through. He, part of his skit is that he was home. He was putting on some headphones. His woman, uh, his wife, knocked the headphones off. Mm-hmm. Okay, babe. Okay, I'm sorry. Put the headphones back on. Knocks them off again. Puts them back and knocks them off again. Now he gets pissed because that's part of his act. He says, he says uh, honey, what the hell are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And then she says, she turns around and says, well, I'll discuss this when you calm down. Mm-hmm. So they get you riled up <laughs> just, just to walk out of the room. But, but I've, I've, I've been seeing on Facebook where these, all these old couples been together 60 and 70 years, man. And it's like, how did they do it? And uh, nowadays, you can't be with a woman for 30 minutes without all, uh, okay. all, all hell right. busting loose, man. Okay. Hello. All right. I'm going to bring maids and cubs into the conversation. Oh, yeah. Here comes oh, maids. Yeah. All right. So, welcome to the show, maids and cubs. How y'all doing? Um, What's going on? I let Maze go ahead. Go ahead, Maze. How you doing? All right, doing just fine. Can I uh, can I say what I got to say about women? All women are the same, and all men are not the same. Some women do, and some don't. Men do, and some don't. But this one right here, I'll stand in the box with you all day long, and I ain't gonna get mad with you. But see, Maze, let me ask you a question, Miss Maze. Let me ask you a question. What's that? Uh, you been married? Or how long you been married to your husband? How long y'all been married? Uh, I think it's thirty-seven this year. Well, see, that's what I'm talking uh, about, man. That's good. That's good. How y'all? But that's not the point. That's not the point. This is the point because we trying to figure okay. out how how we can you get like that. At least that's me, why I am trying to figure it out. That's why they got a problem with some women. All women are not the same. They don't even see the same thing. Some get upset and leave. Some get upset and cry. And some will stand up to you. And give you what you need because you can't live with her and you can't live without her. Because she had. And let me ask you another question, Ms. Mays. Let me ask you another question. Uh, I I talked to a lot of women. They be, they looking for a man they can't live without, right? And, well, in other words, they should be they, they should be looking for the opposite, where a man they can live with, instead of trying to live with looking for some joker, some boy scout that they can live without. Well, sometimes the problem is both of them. Well, that's true, then. You two people find each other and you can live with each other. That's a beautiful thing. That's right. So we can't complain if you don't have nobody. That's why you're complaining. Well, I ain't, I ain't complaining. No I, I just, 
I go through the process of elimination till I find the right one. I just go rent yep. me one every once well, in a while. I go rent them. Go okay. rent me one. Pay them that money and keep moving till I find the right one. Well, until you find the right one, you'll be happy when you do. Uh, but it's not even about what, oh, what, what you know, this and who do, and who protect you, know. Because I, I, I don't yeah. want Mr. Talk for the next time I drop on you. I don't want him to protect you or me either because I don't need no protection. You don't. You, you <laughs> don't say that. Let me tell you, you, you know for a fact. Anybody else, I don't need no protection. I ain't got to do that. that's you. You, you're the only one that ever does that. I'm not the only one. I know plenty you're of people. You're the only one that ever does that. You just don't talk that. to me. Come on, dude. And I'm still laughing at you and laughing with you. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, that's how you're supposed to do it. I know. And you come back, and you get a little contagious again, and then you, you know, you say, just I don't want to Just because I agitate you, you get upset, and you can't take it, that ain't my problem. Well, yeah, I'm just trying to help you. <laughs> I just need your wife. Okay, when you get people pissed off, you say, oh, "I'm just trying to help them." <laughs> Do I say that? You have said that. Yeah. Yeah, really. Yeah, that's why. I, that's where I got it from. Well, okay, I'm somebody... glad you're learning something from me. I didn't think you could learn nothing from a woman. I'm glad you can. Oh, well, I am too. <laughs> How's that? No, baby, you hit the hard. Playing hardball today. No, I play hardball every day. That's just me. That's why and I am amazed. It's hard to get in and get out. <laughs> right, again. all right. That's what happened to your husband. That would happen to your husband. No, I got to get people. out. <laughs> no, don't stop taking on the marriage. You, you, that you, you got it. You got it. You got it. That spider web. You couldn't get out. Don't get yeah, she got one of them snapper things that hook onto a brother's key. No, no, no. Can I ask like, y'all what kind of husband I have? You got a snapping thing. I have a husband. I have a husband that don't treat me like I'm a slave, or he treats me as I'm a woman, and I treat him as if he was a man. Right. I'm not a slave. I mean, he's not my father, and I'm not his mother. And you got one of them snapping things that hook a brother in, and he the, can't get out of it. The blank. No, no, no. no. <laughs> so now let's get to the topic and get off women. No, she she already explained it. And I want to say, Heidi, cause I haven't heard, I haven't talked to you in about seven months. Where's your cousin? I'm not allowed to I want him to come in or anything. Vernon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Vernon. What's going on? What's going on? What's up? What's I thought up? I was going to ask Mr. Talk, where was Vernon and uh, his oh, other I, friend? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I listen in. I listen in just about every day. You know, I just I just be sitting back listening to y'all go at it, you know? Okay. <laughs> Wait yeah. for something to come out. <laughs> you know, I, wanted to, I just wanted to bring up uh, uh, something that a lot of people look over, don't pay any attention to, and uh, and, and a lot of it is our history, you know, with black people. And that's the the, the history of uh, what the things that happened to us during during slavery might explain a lot of, of of what's going on with black people today because of the fact that during slavery you had what you called the not the house negro, you know a lot of people were jealous of the house negro. Then you had brothers that were sold and sisters that were sold to other plantations and separated from their families. So then you have to learn how to. Uh, then you have to get, you know, they, they learn to uh, adapt to that and get new families, you know. So that that got that got to going with a running around type of thing. Okay, this man got two different families. He got a family on plantation. He got a family on that plantation. Okay, mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. Then, now, during, um, okay, you got the kids, they watching this. The kids, they learning this thing, you know. Uh, okay, now, after slavery ended, you got people that were still living this type of way, as if they were being uh, still coating on this place and coating on that place. Now, I'm not using this as an excuse. I'm just telling you these things are things that we were taught, things that we had to go through as a people, 
you know, and now you got uh, black people, black women years ago that have been abandoned. Black men started mm-hmm. abandoning families going to other families. Now you got a hatred built up of, 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 of but, but, between generations and generations of black women against men that feel like, mm-hmm. hey, look, they, they abandoned us. We got to be able to stand our own ground. We got to be able to do our own thing. We got to get educated. We got to be able to take care of ourselves. We cannot depend on these men because we don't know what they're going to do. Now you got a bunch of educated women, and and, and I'm not and I'm not I'm not saying y'all wrong, but y'all had to do what y'all had to do, and you got a bunch of men that neglect their 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 uh, responsibilities. You know, they started this whole war between the black races, the black women, the black men, the black people in general. You know, it's it's it's, it's a it's a lot of years and a lot of generations of, of of this stuff that went on that got us to the point where we are now. That's the reason we can't get along right now because we don't realize it, but that stuff still affects us right now today. And, and I agree, man. All right. Plus, you got uh, you, you got all these GMO foods now with all this estrogen in it that's turning women into men and men into feminizing men and turning and making women have testosterone, man. All this shit they put in the food, man. Oh, I can't well, Wesley, you, man. He's not exaggerating. Okay. He's not exaggerating. Can I say something to Wesley? Wesley, can I say something to him? Oh, well, yeah, her husband must have had some testosterone, too, when she led the people out of slavery. Well, that's back then. That's back then. And she wasn't desperate right. even All around right. then. All right. But, but back then, back then, <laughs> food was real, man. Food was <laughs> real from God. You got the GMOs. Right. We ain't talking about no GMOs. Are we All right. That's what we're having in Michigan. Michigan. Hold on. Michigan, hold on. Michigan drop. Michigan drop. Oh. Let me bring Andrew in from Africa. He wanted to get a part of this conversation. All right. Welcome to the show. Uh, hey, guys. Andrew, how are you? Uh, thanks for having me on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, you know, it, it, it's good that you discuss these things because uh, it is really difficult to come up with whole solutions to try to help change communities because, you know, everybody's got their own psychology that they inherit from other generations and different situations. And to try and, you know, I think what we really need is people that study sociology to try to help communities because, you know, I mean, if if a community is not eating properly, for example, like I think somebody mentioned GMO. Then you know it's difficult to even if your water's got fluoride in it, and you're, you know, then it's difficult to focus, and then you, it's difficult to come up with a plan. You know, if you just take the health aspect, you know, if your body's run down and you're tired, like right now it's pretty hot day, so I mean, I, I mean, it's, it's nighttime here now, but it's, you know, it's not easy to work when you, uh, in the heat, or if you've got too much, uh, you know, too much fatigue. So now all those things are playing a role. So that's an aspect. And then, you know, your uh, ability to, your level of education, all of those things. And the community has to try to bring itself up because historically, you know, no power elite group or government is going to do it for us in a community. So I've been trying to brainstorm ways to try and work and at the same time live my own life. And and it's a tough one, man. You're dealing with some very tough issues. Uh, can I ask a question? I know you. I know yes. you. Yeah. I'm here, mate. Okay. Do you have a question for me? I'm here. Oh, yes. About Mich- the lead in yeah. the water in Michigan. Uh, oh, yeah. was that man-made it's or was it uh, done by mistake or was it done on purpose? Purpose. Uh, 
Yeah, well, I'm I'm, a, I'm probably about three hours from uh, uh, Flint. So to answer your mm-hmm. question in general, man, I really don't know. Oh, you don't know? That was done on purpose. No, no. I know it was yeah. done on purpose. So how can a, a group of people survive when you got people out there doing stuff on purpose like they did back in the day when you had the slaves and experimenting on them and then they got led and the children got led in their bodies? And because of you trying to uh, uh, get contracts for people and take away the way they had it in the beginning and you changed the way it was done and now lead is on in the, pe- in the kids' bodies. And well, you're one, one of the, trying one to of the, take care of your own community like that? Yeah, one, one of the things I can say, maybe I was on the city council, uh, we had our own water plant. And one of the things I will say is that the minority communities that have those type of in- infrastructures, they don't get the, really the state government, uh, if they have a responsibility of maintaining that public water, even though it's in a, a minority municipality. Now, one thing I can say is that the state... When, when black folk took over the communities that they're in now, like Flint, like, you know, all of these used to be white communities. They did they zap out no the resources. Problem. Right, that's right. They did zap out the resources, and they, they're not taking care of the, those infrastructures like they did uh, when, when white people were in those communities. Now, that's a fact. That's interesting. So if it's, so if it's there, it's going to leak going on down past Ann Arbor, only to Michigan it's going to travel. The, the dirty water going to travel. Anyway. They redirected it back to Detroit, but has anybody ever so found evidence of the... They told uh, the governor not to do it, but he did, and that's what happened. That's what happened. Uh, say what, Joe? Has anybody found the evidence yet of the sabotage? Because they did redirect it back to, uh, to Detroit, but it took, like, months of complaining. You know, speaking about Detroit, I really wish that they would just let Elon Musk run Detroit because <laughs> he did say, let me run Detroit. And, uh, I mean, if you look at how the man has been able to, I mean, you know, although he, he took a lot of risks, he has successfully oh. launched PayPal well, and Tesla we, Motors and SpaceX. Well, yeah. we, we, well, well, so I think and it's one more thing I, I have to say to this gentleman from Africa. There's a lady that's still alive from Black Wall Street. She's 107 years old. I want y'all to get in contact with her and see why they hadn't paid her and gave her her royalties for what happened to her community. (laughs) And then you will be doing some good work. That's the best person you can find to see what needs to be done for communities. Mm, She's alive and well. Well, I I saw her the other day. I mean, that's kind of person might have an opportunity. She might have an opportunity to get involved. If I mean with her ideas, if she's got ideas, you know, because I mean someone like Elon Musk would listen to somebody perhaps. But I mean at the moment I don't think that they've got a good you know infrastructure being built uh, managed in in Detroit. They need they're not, they're not managed in Africa either. Not only Detroit, it's the rural. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Can you get her to call in on the show? Can I get her? I saw her on a program and she was talking. <laughs> and if I could, don't but you think she's right here? Has given given y'all a history lesson on what needs to be done and what happened to her, and uh, those people are not alive anymore. But she's still alive for some reason. Here, my question: mm. Can you get her on the show? He's gonna explain to you what a community is and how it was created and how it was destroyed. Yeah, there were two when they were destroyed, one by bombing and the other one by. Well, uh, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, if you grew up in this, what seventies? 
you knew what a community was. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you knew that. Yeah, you everybody don't the, you're right. you're you're right. Right. Because I knew y'all, for instance, man, in my neighborhood, you know what? Huh? you knew what a farm was and how all the black farmers lost their farms. And some of the kids don't ever know they ever had any farms. Right. They didn't just go right. over one day and just go give them away. That's true. That is so true. But we don't want to talk about that point. We want to get to say what people need to do and who need to come in and run something. The one that ran it need to be ran out of this country. And the one in the other country need to get ran out of those countries. In a hole somewhere where nobody never see them again. Well, That's what yeah, May brings up a good point because the, the gentleman uh, from South Africa, I'm sure he recognizes my voice. I, I've been into a couple of heated conversations uh, with him as well. And but one of, one of the things, if you if you if you're standing on the sideline and looking at communities like Detroit, now any community, this would even be a white community, if the economy changes or you suck out the business, even a white community will fail, right? So the well, issue with Detroit, you want to yeah. cut? Is something you want to say? Right sorry, there? man. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Carry on. First, finish what All you right. wanted to say. Sorry about that. All right. So so. There's no question that Detroit has to remake itself. There's no question. I don't know who's running it now. I don't know the gentleman's name he said. But a lot of times what happens is when 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 black leaders run municipalities, this is the key. A municipality is tied to the state government and ultimately the federal government. Mm-hmm. Black leaders do not get the same type of support at the state level and the federal mm-hmm. level as white leaders do when they're one in communities. I know. Hey, and, hey, hey, my brother. Hey, my brother. Yeah. And business, too. And business, too. Once black, most black, let, let me finish my point, Ms. Mays. Let me finish my point. Yes. Most time when a black man gets to be a uh, mayor of the city, what all them their businesses do, man? They pack up and haul ass and leave that brother out there yeah. with no doggone tax base. You're right. Right. And so so what, what happens then is that you get the outside communities looking into those little black municipalities and saying, hey, these guys don't know how to run a city. When you have no residential tax base, uh, all of your commercial, a city runs off of a tax base, what it gets mm-hmm. locally and state sharing and federal money. So you look at these black communities, and the first thing we say is, wow, they really fouled this community up, which that's really not the case. Now you'll put a white guy in there, right, He'll go to the white business infrastructure. He plays golf with them. He sits mm-hmm. tea with them. He in, he in fraternities with them. They'll start pouring in cash. And then what mm-hmm. what happens? Now, all of a sudden, we got this syndrome where a white man came and saved the city. Mm-hmm. And plus, he gave all the city contract to his buddies, right? And let's say if you own a payment company and you his buddy, He's gonna let you pay to see the street. Absolutely. Well, I, I hear so you. I just wanted—I uh, I just wanted to give the guy from South Africa. Now, this is what's called yeah. just another perspective from yeah. a person who, who's experienced, you know, being involved in one of these uh, communities where blacks have—it's been turned over to blacks with no yeah, uh, economic yeah. infrastructure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same thing. Same so, thing with South Africa. When Mandela was there, he was just like Obama, nothing but just a doggone puppet, a figurehead, 
Why right. Modella, Mandela and Obama, they ain't good. Why the people at the bottom catch all the hell? Mm. Uh, I, the reason I say Elon, right, is because, okay, yeah, sure, he's a white dude if you want to go and speak about that aspect of him. But uh, you see, the thing is, he is a very, uh, I would say, philanthropic in some ways businessman because... You see, he didn't have to go the route of trying to develop electric cars, which he has done successfully, which nobody else has done. I mean, GE tried to bring it in, and then they got squashed because uh, there was yeah there were in there was infighting within inside of GE. I'm pretty sure. Uh, well, it was GM. Sorry, GM, and the EV1, which was the first successful electric car in California got crushed because it was too successful, in my opinion. I think that's what really happened. But, I mean, difficult to prove that. But they crushed all of their cars because it was really evident that you didn't need to have this petroleum to drive around on, which is what all of the wars have been about, or the excuse, at least, to go to war with so many countries. So, you know, that comes into the petrodollar, but let's not go into a deep discussion yet about that. Let's stay with Detroit. So, obviously, we know, like, with things like Iran Contra Affair and stuff that... You know, the CIA was caught bringing in high-quality cocaine into the inner cities, especially into the, uh, the you know, what's been labeled as black neighborhoods. So, we know that. unfortunately, unfortunately, so like, yes, yeah. Now, the other ones are dying from overdoses. Mm-hmm. Day. Right. You know, they done yeah. came up with a dope, uh, antidote to make them, um, you know, so they can stay alive, give them a shot in the leg and bring them back. They didn't do that for the crack kids. Okay, so, so it's like, so a, it's like an about? actual... Psychological and chemical warfare, psychological and chemical warfare that's killing communities and all of that stuff, and also contributing to the downfall of Detroit with the carjacking starting out. Like I, I have a limited understanding of everything that happened in Detroit, but what I do know is that Elon Wright is a very unconventional businessman. So like I have respect for for, for businessmen that are of different color as well, like like Noah Samara, who set up satellite networks, you know, over Asia and Africa and. I mean, you know, there's a lot of good things happening, regardless of, you know, I mean, there's a lot of good examples in history, right? So this guy's saying, I want to try and bring things that will help humanity. He's just open sourced his. What happened? Are you uh-huh. right? Yep. <laughs> it's called yeah, the South African government cut his cut his phone line, man. What happened? What? I want to ask him, uh, what's gonna happen when the black people in South Africa? Do like them people in Uganda, and, and, and like Mugabe, and run his age back to you where he supposed to go. Well, that's, that's what you have, man. Say what? I said, I, I, he sounds like he one of them Rhodesian South Africans, man. That not even well, let me let me let me say this, bro. We, me, and, me and him got into a heated uh, discussion, and he cussed me out because I, I I told him he need to get his ass out of Africa. But that's that right. my opinion. But but, right. but, but you true. I mean but that's a good point though brother because uh, see if if you're talking about dividing the <coughs> sweet potato pie but the white man has his hand on the knife and determines mm-hmm. how the pie get cut in black communities that shit mm-hmm. is not gonna work that's right it ain't gonna work man that's you know, right that before you can't allow him to bake the pie then sit you around the table and then he cut up the pie. And, and and give you what he wants you to have. That shit, we can't keep doing this, y'all. That's why I say you go to that website. I am one in a million black countries, voters, and contributors. Okay? 
damn what the name is, it's gonna be what the mission is for us coming together, man. Okay. Yeah. That's the only thing. Only person coming for us is us. Right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And so, uh. to me, what has to happen with communities like Detroit, right? To me, this is what a black community needs to put on this thinking cap. And if the black community cannot uh, connect with Africa and other places around the world and bring in some industry uh, that they can control from top to bottom, right? Then uh-huh. those white folk are going to get that community back. That's just how it goes. Uh-huh. Let me tell you something. Black folk are not going to be able to create some. In- yeah, I mean, it's just that's just the way it is, man. And then uh-huh. heard of Dr. Claude. Y'all, y'all heard of Dr. Claude Anderson? He Absolutely. went to Detroit. He went to Detroit with a plan where they could start their own industry right off of Lake Michigan with fish, right? And right. and start the whole whole uh the whole economy off of just fishing. And you know right. the black males, them black folks that, that was in charge of the males and stuff, they got bought out by the other Europeans and told Claude Anderson, no, he didn't, he didn't, they didn't want him in his town. But what, but see, what, what Dr. Claude, and I, I know Dr. Claude, but, but to me, when you're talking economics, he should have went to the black business community. He, mm-hmm. he didn't even need to go to those okay. uh, right. black politicians. Well, he should have went to, to the business community they... first and rallied them around that idea, and money would have took care of itself. Hmm. But see, wow. what, what they did, they yeah. said they came up, they, they did him the same way they did uh, Barker's Garvey. Start coming up with all kind of rules and talk about he's breaking rules right. by getting right. money, man. They did him. You see, they didn't want him to be another block of the government. See, well, so he, he's got that, he does have that. He, it's open. He's got that fishery open. The, the that one piece of the uh, infrastructure that he wanted to do. He he does have that open. I forget which city it's in, but it's he, it's open. Yeah. That's good. It's fact, on YouTube. You can go find it. It's on YouTube. You can go find it. As a matter of fact, he knew about the 1866 treaty. That United States government signed with free blacks that just got out of slavery and indigenous blacks. He know about that treaty, and all we got to do is get behind him where he can go and get that treaty enforced, where we get our land back and our reparations. It's already on the books. All we got to do is wake up and follow behind him. The law already written, man. It's like they followed the laws. Did you give you some excuse? <laughs> All they want to talk about is... Not if we start throwing their own words right back at them. Oh, yeah, it's really paper. They only write their own things to write the bear on. You know what I tell you? Know, you know what I tell black folk who caught up on the laws? And I, I hear you, brother. Man, white folk would take that paper, that, that law, and roll a blunt and smoke it. Uh, and so, this, idea, this idea that we're going to be protected by some law, that's not going to cut it, brother. It's just not. Yeah. Well, the law does not well, protect black people. It doesn't protect. Well, black I guess. What? I guess the GM been sold to um to who did they just sell it to? Somebody in China or something. Yeah. So what's gonna happen since they've been mistreated and they think they hey when, guys. when they want to come back from the mistreatment they got and they want to start causing rhetoric and change and stuff? What are they gonna do when they don't own that no more? Well, see, the really, only law we got is divine law from the Most High God. And once we start taking our divine human rights back, then this constitution, wicked constitution, will be uh, irrelevant, man. Well, they really want to. They want to change. They want to change that. So this one that don't, that's not an American citizen, they want to change that to make him one. 
So now that's it fine. don't matter, man. Oh, oh, he's he's not no American citizen, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a citizen, and they want to pay him away to well, make him so the, the white community have a good business infrastructure to where if an no, industry, if, well, hold on, okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I mean when I say okay. they have a good infrastructure, then you can tell me what you mean when you say they don't have one. All right. Okay. Uh, uh, if they lose an industry, right, a national industry, whether it be a car manufacturing, you, they still have a strong enough uh, business infrastructure where they can remake themselves through technology and create new products and things of that nature to where they can at least employ a good number of their people. But we, that's not the same for the black infrastructure, which is what I think we have to focus on. Now, what do I mean when I say they have a good business infrastructure? Last I checked, Maze, absolutely none of their institutions of higher learning, and they have just the business schools, right, where they can teach the next generation how to remake themselves. Last I checked, Maze, none of those uh, schools are have went bankrupt. So that's from the well, school. Let me break this down to you, uh, man, how this capitalism yeah, works, yeah. okay? Okay. This is how they break I, this I, down. I wasn't finished, but go ahead, bro. This is how they break this down. They want to right. uh, privatize their profits, right? And then when they start losing money, they get government subsidies, man. Okay? Right, that's right. how they do this, that's man. Right. They privatize their uh, profits and socialize their losses, man. Okay? That's, that's right. how they do that's it, right. man. They put it back no, that's right. And nobody don't go to jail for it. That's how they do it. That's right. It's not nothing well, about it's, uh, uh, well, is, is there, is there, is there Is there culture? And, so if, and, and, and the other people it? go along, and if that structure breaks down, and they're going to be at that by themselves. Because how do you think they got all this land in America, in man? When they left, when, when, when so-called George Washington came over here, he put an ad out in the, in the British paper and say any white person that come over here, they got manifest destiny to get 600-something acres of land, man, right off the rear. That's how they got started, man. They come over that's here right. and start taking the Indian stuff. Well, absolutely right. That's, that's, that's definitely happened. Yeah. And that's how they did so the South Africa, too, man. Y'all went over there and started taking the South African people stuff, too, man. Uh, y'all yeah, not even doing so well around the world. Yeah, I was going to tell the brother that, to me, the divine God law is this. When Mugabe mm-hmm. told those white folks, you yeah. got 15 minutes to get yes, your sir. ass out of here, sure whether you right. go through the ocean, whether you go through the yep. ocean, whether you fly yep. out of here, you got 15 minutes to get your ass out of here. Now, that's, that's right. divine God law to me. Sure is. Sure is. That's right. I agree. Now, what if Mandela would have told them fuckers that Mobutu and them uh, uh, to get the hell off of South African land, man, when he was president? Right. That's what he could have done, man. From my understanding, you got a hundred, a little over a hundred and eighty thousand uh, organized white folk that own ninety, was either eighty or ninety percent of the land in South Africa. Now, how the hell does that man. work when you got all these yeah. damn Africans and you got a hundred and eighty thousand white folk who done got put up all the land? How you and then they got all the, uh, yeah. they got all the diamond mines and all that, and got the brothers and sisters working for like pennies on a dollar, man. I saw this one yeah. thing where. Uh, Back in the day, when any of them brothers black that go to the mines, they had to go in the mines bucket-ass naked, man, because they didn't want them to steal no diamonds, man. <laughs> well, let me tell you, I, I, I'm in an organization of brothers in, in South Africa. You know what they, they, it's called? Say, you want, you're going to join our minority business association. I say, you dumb. Well, I say, I want to say what's wrong. Right. Here you are in the damn majority, and you talking about a minority business association. 
What the hell is wrong with that picture? That's brainwashing, man. They should have the minority business association. Not you. That's right. And see, that's how they trick this affirmative action by this minority shit, man. By these white women talking about their minority and getting all the contracts, man, over here. You talked about that before, Miss, uh, last year about the minority majority thing. Right. And West is white, too. This is something I've been talking about. It's 55% of females in general. Um, and they call themselves minority, get minority grants. 55% of women are in the managerial position. And that's been yeah, there for 15 and, years. And the population is 52% women anyway. There's more women yeah. than men on the planet anyway. Well, uh, you got to add yeah. some more people in there. That's not, uh, we can't tell what they are. So. What we see in, in, in the black, if black, if black folk are not careful, you know, we'll allow the general public to create the dialogue and say, well, now it ain't about race, now it's about class. See, mm-hmm. these are all games. These are all games. Yeah. So you, you, you let them control 90% of the resources as a white group. Mm-hmm. But then when you get in, uh, away from behind the, the curtain, you say it ain't about race. See, we, this, this is that uh, bamboozlement, right? Yeah. We're going to take these resources back, and then we're going to say it ain't about race. But we're going to get these resources back first. See, that's how you do mm-hmm. that. That's some wizard of our shit, man. You're right. Right, right. Here you got a man that has stole your wallet and then has sat you down at a table and have made you sign a damn treaty that's still in his bag, and you never asked for your damn wallet back first. Mm-hmm. A perfect example is my brothers and sisters in Haiti, man. They kicked Napoleon out and the slave masters in Haiti, and but they France making them pay reparation to Napoleon to France. Yeah, see, see, that's what I'm saying, man. Now, you now any other place where you've seen Europeans go into lands and they whoop their ass or whatever you want to call it and took land, now they don't pay back no reparation. But so now when black folk whoop some white boys' tail, right? Now we mm-hmm. got to pay them for for whooping their tail and they came over here on our land. What kind of shit is that, man? That's that good uh, uh, pimp game they're running, man. Well, what happened to Vernon? What do you guys suggest for South Africa? I mean, in terms of the, the situation. Get the hell out of there. You Europeans get the hell out of South Africa. <laughs> and But, you know, I'm going to say something, man. That, see, he thinks we're being racist, but I think that's where you have to start. Mm-hmm. You have to start there. Y'all really? Now, well, I, I know. I, I, he, I, I, well, he may, okay, but let me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me say this. You said, well, there's a lot of whites who have been right. born here. They've been here for 50 and 70 and 80 years. I heard that. I think that's a legitimate point. That is a dilemma, but that still doesn't change the fact that to start, in general, a white man should not control. Okay, here's your answer, uh, South Africa. A white man in South Africa should not control more than 2% of any industry, any land, and any decision-making. How about that? Well, my brother, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? God well, won't well, get the answer. answer. Let me get, let me get an answer, answer to that. Okay. What's your answer, bro? What's your answer? A lot. He ain't got no answer. He ain't got no answer. What's going to happen? Hey, my brother, what's going to happen? God, God, don't tell me. Listen. Listen. Hold on, Wesley. Andrew, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. I think they wanted you to answer the question. Yeah, what's your answer to that? Sir, well, you just made a statement. That wasn't a question. 
No, I, I say you you asked what what are some of the solutions. I said a white yeah, man yeah. in South yeah. Africa should own no no more than two percent of any land, any industry, mm-hmm. or in any positions of power, whether it be government or private. Okay, I see what you're saying. Oh, okay, yeah, the question I asked. Yeah, yeah, I thought you were asking me a question. Okay. I see what you're saying. I see what, I see your point of view. Okay. So what's your answer? He ain't got no answer. Well, I was, not, I was not asked a question. I was given a statement to a question that I asked. Well, I asked you a question. Do you think it should be that way? Or you should own a bigger part of Africa than you do? My, my personal view is that if you look at the, if you look at history, like, like you can take Brazil as a good example, which uh, is one of the examples in history. There's very wealthy people in Brazil, and there's very, very poor people in Brazil. In fact, there's a massive You said a man should run Detroit. We're asking you the same question, but you can't give an answer to Sorry? it. What are you saying? Are you you said one man should run Detroit. We're asking you, should you have... More power over Africa, Africa than than the people that were born there. Do we have more? Do we have more seniority than you do in Africa? Since I asked this came from there. That's the question I want to ask you. You, uh, South Africa, the question was an amalgamation of everybody who has the same question, probably the same question is, and uh, Mr. was more specific. He believes that no more than 2% of the white people in uh, South Africa should own the businesses or have control of the resources there. And he asked you what your opinion was, which is about the same question, maize and weather. I, I, I don't base, I don't base my um, new structure on skin uh, color, man. I base it on cultural ethos. <laughs> and like many people are good at you know, so in other words, they have grab the power, regardless of whether they're a minority or a majority, they have to the power, keep the power um, by force. Sorry? I don't mean to sound weird, but you're very soft on my line, so I'm trying to make out what you're saying. You can't hear, man. You got possible deniability, man. Look here. Don't y'all realize that the, the vibration of the earth is changed? All them animals are running their ass out of there, man. I look at video after video where they go riding through them doggone jungles, mess with these elephants and shit, and lions and, lions and elephants, and, and attacking them, man. Nature coming up against them. Now, nature tired of them, man. Don't y'all see what's happening? The video after video where they ride through the jungle, and them animals, elephants, everything coming at them, man. So the man going to run them out. God going to run them out. So they, they, they don't see the warning yet, man. I don't know if, if God's taking a hand with me, but I, from what I understand, in California, it's about the same way. Nature, in its own way, is rising up with a lot of thunderstorms, hurricanes, earthquakes, et cetera. That's right. Hey, 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 hey Wesley. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm going I'm to give you my opinion. I think uh-huh. we should run them out of there, and if we need God's help, we'll, we'll call them. <laughs> That'll work, too, man. But you look at global warning, man. You look at, look here. Look at global warning, man. The sun is, is cranking up on their ass. They can't tell you the sun without getting burnt the fuck up, man. 
And that's another flaw, global global warming. Okay, Joe, that's another flaw. You stay out the sun and see if you don't burn the hell up. No, 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 I'm not talking about that. That's I'm talking true. about I'm talking about how Gore came out with his um undocumented truth or whatever the uh, the thing was. And he said in ten years that the uh the polar ice caps would have been melted. It was ten years and the polar ice caps have increased in um in glacier size. Well, all I know is that the poles is shifting, man, and the vibration of the earth is speeding up. Even on the, the circumference of the, of the earth spinning faster, man, okay? When it spins, spins faster, all, every, our nature and everything is changing, man. The poles, the magnetic field of the whole earth is shifting, man. That's why the animals ain't playing this crap, man. I heard about the that. The animals ain't playing. Yeah, I heard about the pole, the pole shift, but if we're spinning faster with slower, that could, uh, that could be it. Yeah. All right, I don't know who's doing all that tapping or moving, but please stop. Well, that ain't me, man. That's me. <laughs> that might be that dude from South Africa. <laughs> I want to know if he's Oh, he good. He is good. All right, while we got a break in action, four minutes, four minutes left. We will be going over time. So if you ain't on the phone, you need to get on 347-838-8622. All right. Now, so we can talk about all that, but here's a question. How do we create a win-win situation? Because, I mean, if you run them out of, see, here's the thing. If you run them out of one place, they got to go somewhere else, right? Yeah, they go back home to Europe where they're from, man. <laughs> yeah, well, see, uh-huh. but see, I'm going to tell you something. Now, I'm going to tell you something, uh, Mr. Talk. See, this, I mean, this is a cold world, brother, and I think it's that type of, and I, I'm not, you know, we all individuals, but I'm not concerned with, with creating no win situation for white folks. They have expanded around the world where they've already won. So now why should we be worried about creating a win-win for them? Mm-hmm. But see, Mr. Talk, you look at it this right here, okay? Look at the food that's in Israel. Note to you, too. That ain't, they ain't even the real told the people of Israel, man. They got to get the hell out of all over in Jerusalem, man. That's our land, man. Okay? You got to start with Jerusalem. Note to you, too. And all them Ashkenazis get the hell out of Northern Africa and going back to Europe, man. That's our land, Jerusalem, man. That's us. We the people well, of the well, world. We well, Israel, well, well, man. Mr. Talk. Mr. Talk, I'd like to give I'd like for you to give me an answer, brother, and give me more insight into you. Why why yeah. are you worried about creating a win win? I mean I'm just I'm just asking. I'm not trying to be funny, but what why do you feel like we need to create a win win for them? Well, and here's my train of thought on that. Okay. You run about right. a one piece, they just gonna go somewhere else, set up and start all over, right? Right. Okay. Now if all that's going on then we're going to end up in the same situation that we're so-called in now. Okay, all right, all right. I got you. I got you. So okay. did you say we're going to repeat the same history repeated? Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah. Well, I don't think so, because this time, see, I'm going to tell you all something, man. The black race, we've been on under punishment, man, from God, whether y'all know it or not. When them black them black Jews, them black preachers turned in our savior, that nappy head Nazarene named Yeshua. Okay? When them black them preachers took 
Jesus to to Caesar, and Caesar said, "This is y'all king." And them nappy-headed preachers said, "No, they ain't our nappy-headed Caesar. Crucified." That's when the black whole race been catching hell ever since then, man. We had to go through this punishment, man. Okay, simple as that. That's the why we're in the predicament we in now. The whole black race. Well, Wesley, let me live because of God. Yeah, uh, uh, well, Wesley, Wesley, I've I, yeah. you know, heard that, you know, I read books that said that. But here's uh-huh. the, this would be my question to you then. Where are we cutting off punishment? Soon. Yeah, man, very soon. I'm listening. Listen, 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 talk. listen, 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 no, hold on, Wesley. Wait a minute. Um, I'm going to have to put you on mute because I know you get to going. Man, I, I know what you're talking about. Basically, what you're talking about are generational curses that, uh, you know, that. All right, who's typing or whatever? Never mind, I'll figure it out. Um, but, you know, I know what you're saying. But the question has to be if that is the case, when are we coming off punishment? You know, because basically that's all he's saying, you know, we're under punishment. We're getting spanked by God. Well, dang, after four, five hundred years of getting your butt spanked, don't you think it's time for us to come off punishment? You know? When we learn to keep gotta, the laws and commandments. There you go. Okay, Thank you, man. Like I mean, let's talk. Let me just my brother said that. Like that. Since, since my brother said that, okay, Louis, how many of y'all had a Christmas? How many of y'all had a Christmas tree up in y'all house last month, man? Huh? Well, that's not answering the question, Wes. Answer the question, Mister Talk. Did you? How many of y'all had a Christmas tree up in y'all house on December twenty fifth? Well, I did Christmas tree. Well, that, like my brother said, you got to keep the statutes and the commandments of the Most High God. Yeah, okay, my okay. question is. Why okay. would anybody want to follow a God that's that vengeful? Well, that's you. Yeah. You yeah. keep going through the hell you're going through. I, I've been blessed, man. I'm going to tell y'all something. Since I've been following the statues of the Most High Yah, I've been blessed, man. 2015. Well, let me, let, me, huh? let me give you another opinion about that. I don't believe we're under no damn punishment. I, that's my opinion now. I'm not taking nothing away from nobody else. I think that's a cop-out. Uh, I think if you look at human history, right, that's all I'm going off of, uh, kingdoms rise and kingdoms fall. This ain't nothing new. Uh, black folk, uh, they was once at the top. You know, we're in the position we're in now. It, the t- it's just a cycle, and I believe the cycle is, is coming back around. Now, okay. trying to, you know, saying that we're under some type of uh, godly curse and we're under punishment and all that shit, I, I don't think that helps move the, the consciousness of the people. I believe we just need what it is, man. Yeah, that's my opinion. It my is. opinion, bro. It is what it is, man. You got you got okay. people going to church on the wrong day, man. Been fooled by the Catholic Church, okay? okay all, you got, all you got all you got to do is follow the Ten Commandments, man. You be set and don't worship on the wrong day. That's simple as that, man. On the sixth day, you on the seventh day, you pose the rest and, and, and give all praises, man. You gonna praise the Simple as that, man. Ever since I've been following that, I've been blessed, man. And what happened before that? When you were before that, all I know is, is what's happening now, man. That's what I'm saying. See, I'm well, and, 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 and if I go church. back to follow the blueprint of, of, of the Ten Commandments, 
That's I'm good, man. I don't, I, that worked for me. I don't okay, know about y'all. That work, yeah, that does work for people of that faith. My particular question is, I'm on the side of, uh, of Mish, is that if you have a God, now I'm not talking about you, Wes, I'm talking about the generic you. If people believe right. in this particular God, and this God has been around ever since the creation of the planet, and people have been suffering ever since he's been around, and there's been these excuses about free will, and people right. have been under right. Right. Um, slavery or submission or oppression, no matter what stripe, for 400, 500,000, 2,000 years. Why are people still following a God who says, I love you, but makes you suffer? I don't, my opinion, I don't understand. No, no, I don't. No, I, no, I'm going to tell you what happened. You ever mm-hmm. heard of the law of uh, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction? Right. right. Okay, so if you throw out good, good coming back at you. You throw out evil, evil coming back at you. I mean, if you just got to, everybody going to get their just desserts. In a way, that's can true. I, uh, in a way, can that's I true. But what about the something? people who, who throw out good but get bad back most of the time, even to their, even to the the most extreme detriment of death? You're tell, you're telling me that a child who has done nothing wrong, three or four months old, dies of cancer, or a child who is nine years of age, yeah, uh, who is innocent, yeah. they're going to get um, uh, blown up because of a drone. Because God thinks it's okay? I can't buy it. Joe, 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 you don't know what them children had done in their previous lifetimes before, man. Oh, okay? okay? You got to look at what somebody's done. If you do something, you might not get your punishment in this life, but then when you come back again and recycle, you still got to go through that lesson, man. But why, okay, would, some, why would somebody want to believe in a God that's so vengeful that even in well, the cycle of reincarnation, that people are going well, to... Well, put it this way, man. We're going to try a man wait for 6,000 years, all right? And it went all give up. When you... Okay. Unfortunately, he dropped. He oh. dropped. Okay. So I don't know if he get back in. Or well, <laughs> well, I mean, uh, South, Africa was, South Africa was trying to say something. Yeah. Go ahead, Andrew. Oh, yeah. I uh, I was just saying that I, mean, I do apologize once again for losing my uh, crew uh, last time round because uh, you know everyone's entitled to their opinion. That's true. Um, I wonder if any of you have ever studied the Etruscans because the Etruscans were some of the early uh, precursor, I guess you could call it, or group that was before the Roman Empire, and most of their artwork depicted. You know, dark-skinned people working alongside white, light-skinned people and in between. So I found that very interesting, and I was kind of wondering if it was a situation of uh, working together or if it was just something that was coincidence that they uh, traded with each other or what that situation was. And there's very little known about the Etruscans, so I'm pretty fascinated by it. Huh. And your your point is... I think what, what he's trying to say that I think what he's trying to get at is at one point you know everybody worked side by side. It was no okay. problems. Yeah. But that's yeah. history. All right, and then and like point? that was before the Roman Empire, and something went down. Uh, like I think it was like Egypt or like the East merging with uh, merging with the West in a sense. But then okay. obviously. In Roman times, the uh, you know the Romans were the prevalent, or what became the Romans, were the prevalent group that controlled the entire uh, you know system. And we all understand the Roman Empire. I mean, it, it's still with us today to a certain extent. 
Yeah. Um, but uh, but that, the Etruscans fascinate me, so I'm just wondering if any of you ever looked into it. No, I can't say I have. It sounds yeah. interesting, though. Myself, uh, neither. But the, the point is, people of different stripes work together, and is your question, how come they're not working together well today? Well, well, my question was that I'm wondering if anybody ever looked at them and if they've got more information on it, because it's almost like Portugal. I tried to bring up Portugal earlier on. Like, if you say something, and I, I have Portuguese friends, a uh, guy from Europe and an Angolan lady that married each other. Uh, beautiful family, great people. Uh, but they say that in Portugal, if you, like, if you say something that's considered to be racist, anybody, if anybody says something, then they're actually in serious trouble. They don't, they don't, they don't, like if you watch the television shows on Global and the different networks, those people are all colors and they all live together. And it's a very different kind of society. So it fascinates me because that's the kind of society that I'd like to see in a place like South Africa. But, uh, but you know, I don't know if that's like, if you go look at the Etruscans, which were a supposedly successful society for a while before the Romans came in, uh, I don't know if that was the case, that they were working together or if it was one group was a slave group. Uh, the only example I know of people of different color living together very successfully is, is, is Portugal that I can think of. Okay. So, so I'm wondering words, if you guys have a to it. In other words, your question is you just want some information out of curiosity. Sorry, not Portugal, not Portugal, Brazil. Brazil, 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 Brazil. Not Portugal, Brazil. Huh. Portugal uh, uh, like Brazil, and I didn't know what you were talking about. No, I I can't help. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, getting back to um what Wesley was talking about before he dropped, um there's a book called Wake Up to Your True Identity, revealing the biblical nationality of the so-called Af- African Americans by Maurice Lindsay, and basically he's he said um. He's basically saying what Wesley is talking about, you know, that uh, isn't that, until people, isn't, huh? Isn't that the kind of philosophy that Lowe has? That Lowe has? Lowe, yeah. Lowe, well, Lowe says that like everybody else, you have to follow the commandments. You follow yeah, the commandments, you're all right. He believes huh? that the, um, uh, black people originated from uh, the Middle East, and if you don't, follow the, the commandments uh, the Middle Eastern way, you're not going to be saved. Well, I think he believes that there's only like 144,000 who are going to be saved. And I'm just, I'm just I haven't heard from one. Uh, I, think, I, I, think you, I, I think you mix in a whole lot together right there, Joe. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, you mix in a whole lot together there. Okay. <laughs> a whole lot. Um, where's Vernon? Vernon still here? Oh, he must be busy. I see him still on the line. Um, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I just had myself muted, man. Okay. I, I was listening to the Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I haven't heard from your cousin in a while, Vernon. Are you, are you driving the truck now, or are you taking it easy right now? Say what now? Are you driving the truck like you usually do, or are you just taking it easy right now when you're on the Yeah, line? yeah, I'm, 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 I'm at work. I'm driving oh, okay. now. I didn't know if I, I didn't know if I had road noise in anything. No. You know, I was, no. And no. I was kind of in and out. Uh, in and out of the truck a little bit, so I, I just muted. I muted myself. I was still lifting. Oh, okay. But, you know, yeah. in, in reference to what um, Joe was asking, can you give me any information as far as, you know, Lowe's um, philosophy on religion now? 
I know it is you have to follow the the the, the, the commandments. I know that much. Right. Right. Yeah. The uh it's it's uh keeping the commandments, laws and statutes that that the uh that you know that God gave us in the Bible, you know, if you own uh, have a, have, uh, I was going to ask um, Is it basically based off the Old Testament of the Bible? Well, see, you have to you have to realize that the Old Testament and the New and the New Testament they go together hand in hand. You know, the New Testament just brings forth, you know, Christ. Well, we don't have to be uh, uh, put to death by those. Um, it, it, it took away the uh, the, the it, it took away the death penalty, uh-huh. basically. You know, in, in, in the uh, uh-huh. In the uh, in the um, uh, in the animal so, sacrifice, you know that's, right. that's, all, that's all it did. But as far right. as for the laws, you know, it's, what was a sin then is still a sin now. So if right. you if it was a sin then, it's still a sin now. You know, if you if you, if a person read the Bible for themselves and 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 coming to understanding, but you have to erase your mind of all this uh, stuff that you've been that you this 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 little uh, what they call it. Uh, um, sugar down, sugar sugar coated, uh, the sugar coated Bible teaching, or you know you got this big teddy bear in the sky that don't care about what you do, you know, just long as you believe, it don't work like that because you don't know anything about God if you live like a heathen. If you live like anything, you don't know anything about God. You know that that's basically living that's for bit- God. Basically, is a is a way of life. It's a way of life, so you learn what God goes for, what the most high goes for, what the most high does, doesn't go for. So if you don't know those things, how could you truly say that you know and you love God? I mean, that's basically, uh, 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 if you, you know, if you love God, you keep his commandment. That's loving God is to keep his commandment. That's, that's scripture, that man. Yep, that so, is I mean, scripture. That's, that's, I'm with you. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what, uh, well, you know, you know, he don't, you know, he don't like being called alone no more. But, oh, you know, yeah. he go by the no, he go by Sadat now. What you yeah. going by Doc? Sadat. 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 Yeah, S A S A D O C. Oh, Sadat. So you know that's 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 you know, but I'm still Vernon, you know, I'm still me. But you know, it's basically it's basically, you know, like I said, you um you learning uh how to live and I'm I'm gonna tell you, man, he is he shocked me because he he is real dedicated and devoted to, to learning and then living for the way that God is uh, uh, said for us to live in the in the, in the Bible. You yeah. Know, uh, well, you, you know, know, a lot of, like I said, a lot of things. Okay, you well, know, now, that, goes, that goes back to thirst for knowledge, man. That's all it is, thirst for knowledge. Yeah, thirst huh? for knowledge. That's it, man. Yeah, it. and I think you know, that goes and, part of anything, thirst for knowledge. Yeah. You, know, you got it. <laughs> you know, okay, you know, now, 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 Eric, Mr. Talk, you yep. know, you hear people say all the time, you know, God know my heart, you know, I, yeah, I might be doing this yep. and I might be doing that, but if your heart is, if, is it, is with things that you do that ain't right, then that, that's where your heart is. You know, you love uh, you doing know, the things you do so much look, that you don't want to give them up. Yeah, yeah, which means your heart isn't right. <laughs> Your heart ain't right. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, you're right. Yeah, God, God, do know your heart. You know, Joe. Yeah. I know you got a problem. I know you now, Joe. I know you. You believe that there is a creator, but you don't know who the creator is. That's I, true. I'm I've heard, I've I believe heard you, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I've heard you say that several times on the show. Yeah, I believe that there's yeah. a possibility of there's a God, but the Christian God, I I find very very yeah. hard to believe in. 
Well, yeah, I, I'm gonna say I respect that, Joe, because I mean I think that's that's to me that you, that, that that's an honest man. Because yeah, I really I, believe that any anybody who saying that they know uh, who created you know this universe and and, and what he looks mm-hmm. like if he's a he, I think they you know full of it. Hey, I don't knock. I don't. Hey, Michigan, whatever man believe, hey, I have no problem with that. You know, I just hey, tell you what, what I'm about to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I you know, but that would be good if everybody was, <laughs> was like that, Vernon. But there are people who are Bible thumpers who have to make sure that you have to follow their particular version of who their God is. Otherwise, you are a heathen, you're a sinner, and you belong in hell. And I keep thinking these particular people, they're secretly trying to make sure that they can look at you and say, I condemn you in the name of God, when supposedly God is supposed to be of uh, of truth and light and love, but they're not practicing it. But see, here's here's, hold on on for a minute, cuz. See, here's here's the thing with that, Joe. You know, it says study to show thyself approval, right? Now, Mm -hmm. what these individuals are doing, you know, they're just using a certain scripture here and there to use it for their own goods or their own. They interpret it a way to make you to try and get you to see their way. That's not the way it works. You know, so, so yeah, I know I run against, up, up against a whole lot of them. <laughs> I, yeah, I call them Bible thumpers too. <laughs> no, I call them super saints. That's what I call them super saints. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, you know when when how can I put this? You know, a man a man is gonna believe what a man is gonna believe. You know, it's just that simple. You know. Sometimes, hey, can I get you know, sometimes can I get Joe a, a, a crash course? A crash course. <laughs> yeah, a crash course. Right quick. Here you go, Joe. If you, all you got to do is study human history. All gods, hear me clearly, all gods, G-O-D, are man-made creation. I'm going to say it again. All of them are hey. man-made. They come out of the mind of men. That's Here's what I do. That is, exactly. okay, here, here, here's, the, here's the second point. Okay. If you look at any organized philosophy system, they used to didn't even be called religions. They used to be called systems of self-mastery. This is where, you're, where, where people talk about the Ten Commandments, the 42 laws of my art. These were nothing but self-mastery systems. These were systems that man was using to bring himself into submission with nature. If you want to call that God, I don't have a problem with that. Now, here's where it gets goes off the rails. When you take these systems of self-mastery and now say, my system of self-mastery comes straight from the creator, yours don't, and if you don't believe in mine, I'm going to kick your butt. Or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my creator told me that this piece of land over here, see, this is all man-made politics. This is where it turned into politics. Mm-hmm. This piece of land over here, belongs to this group. We're the chosen ones, you ain't. That's what my God told me. And so now because you ain't the chosen ones, you don't deserve this. All this is called it's called knockoff. All this comes later. You went from self mastery systems now down to religions and then you go into politics with them. Creating heavens and hells. This is all man made stuff, bro. That's what I believe, and I believe it was done for the purpose of control, not to help that's people exactly get into, uh, into heaven. Yeah. 
Just put okay. the door. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I want you to with that. Hey, Joe, hey, Joe, 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 I ain't going to charge you for that, man. I ain't going to even take up no collection of that. You're not going to send me the invoice. I can't send you the invoice. Hey, Joe in Michigan, this is what I want y'all to do right now. Put your head down and let me pray for you, all right? Please pray for me. Please pray for me. Hey, 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 Mr. Tone. If you bring your hand up toward my head, my reflex is going to say to sock you. So I don't know if you're fighting. I don't know what you're trying to do. Well, yeah, if you're heading down that road, you can't see the light. Oh, watch out. Look, put it this way. Put it this way, Michigan. You know, I have to ask. I would have to ask for forgiveness afterwards because you raise your hand at me. I, I can't say you're going to get it back. <laughs> well, hey, well, 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 you said you were going to raise your hand up and put it on my head. I, I ain't going for that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I didn't yeah, say that. And, and Eric, you wouldn't either because as a vet, if any, if you were down looking at the ground and you felt a hand on your shoulder or head, that's right. I'm gonna <laughs> wait. wait I didn't say I didn't say I was gonna touch you. I just say put your head down so uh-huh. I can pray for you. Well, I didn't okay. say oh, okay. okay. All right. Right. Okay. I'm all right. You're right. Two inches away from the earth and somebody. See, you weren't listening. You weren't listening. Yeah, I wasn't listening. You're right. All right. I'm not having it. Now you got me. You got me. You got me. Uh huh. It's amazing. Oh, man. I was so we come back to the beginning. He wasn't listening to y'all. <laughs> mm. All right. You got me on that viewpoint for a long time. You know I'm an agnostic, uh, Eric. And I yeah. know that you're a devout, uh, if not a religion type person, but a religious person. And like Mish, I have my opinion, and I say everybody can have their opinion. I'm just confused. Right. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Do you believe what you believe? Mm. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see how you call that confusing, though, Joe. To me, that's 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 rational thinking. I don't call that confusing. I'm how is that other, confusing? I'm confused yeah. why other people believe. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Personal yeah. experiences. That's uh, hold yeah, on. That's true. That's true. Yeah. true. Um, yeah. All right, triple ones. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Me. Hello. They cut me off. Again. It's me. Oh, oh, okay. How you get back on? I guess they cut me on, huh? <laughs> she knows something. Okay. Man, uh-huh. you took you to the, she took you into the maze then, and then she getting back on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, somebody didn't like what I was saying, and they cut me off, and I can always get back in two or three times because I got the secret. Before you say anything, Maze, I just, you know, I got one thing to say. If a person don't believe in uh, in anything, then why don't they just live and do whatever they want to do? I mean, there's there's no laws or boundaries or anything for you. No, okay. the laws of the, of the land, you know. Good question. Well, 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 the reason why, well, the reason why people act the way they do, that's why they don't believe in anything because they think they're yeah, I mean, that's, that's no, nothing, no, no. Let me let me let me let me let me try. Let me let me let me take a shot. Let me take a shot at that, bro. I believe that your body has. I believe that your body has written laws in it, meaning this. I can go out and smoke uh, 20 packs of cigarettes a day, but my ass going to be off this earth uh, uh, pretty quickly if I do do that. So I don't have to believe in anything, and, and if I go out and damage my body, then the law within me will let me know that I've damaged my body. So I believe that's one reason why man has a conscience. I believe another reason is because of his, his ability to feel, right? 
you you stick your hand on that on that eye, and that fire get hold to it, you gonna know that ain't supposed to happen. So I believe he has the internal mechanism that that can keep him, you know, from going off the rails. I believe that systems of self mastery are needed, you know, when you have big populations. You do need that. You do need morality. I'm not fighting against that. Whether it comes from Christians, Muslims, or Hindus, or atheists, I do believe you need that. But 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 I don't believe that no group has the right to say this group of morals or this law of morals we got directly from the entity that created the sun. We've got to cut that out. And I and I think that should. Right, Vernon, is that an answer? Because I believe in the same thing. Morality comes from the feeling. For example, let's say I'm a, I'm a bastard from way back, right? I mean, I have no morals. I'm an atheist. Let's pretend. But if I go up against you, or I go up against anybody, and I feel the pain of retribution, morals are going to come into play as right or wrong, whether they're going to be selfish-based, uh, you know, don't right. hurt me, and I won't hurt you, or they're going to be based upon this supernatural entity. Morality does exist regardless whether you believe in a God or not. I'm a, and I'll tell you this, Joe, this is the honest God truth. I've been, I grew up in the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the guys and, and, and ladies that I know that call themselves atheists are probably the most moral people I know. I'm telling you the truth. I happen to agree. I think that... I'm telling you the truth. And atheists believe in some kind something because the problem is not about who what you believe in, it's what people think that they are God. They tell you right. these things. Oh, that's true. That's very right. true. Right. That's the problem right. when it comes to, to to tell you your punishment because they cannot punish you. They do not give you air. They do not give you light. Right. Right. That's where the problem comes in. You have your beliefs on what you, because you have a feeling and you have a spirit inside you to tell you if something right or wrong. And that spirit got right. to be coming from somewhere or something. That's right. I believe it's written And those that don't believe, believe in nothing, in. and now those Joe, that don't believe Joe, in nothing, and don't believe in right, they always going to mistreat people and think it's right. Now, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Joe. Now, you uh-huh. said morality. Somewhere. Now, Joe, you said a word. You said morality, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, now. I mean, you you know, you don't, I, I know you don't get offended when I say what no, I'm saying. No, I won't. Well, what's <laughs> a, anyway. Now, now what, what is a what is a white man's uh, sense of morality? Because he 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 basically won't take over everything he he he, he becomes a part of. Well, that's true. But that's part of the I mean, morality of by any, by any means necessary. By any means necessary. Yep, the white psychopath. Just like the Asian psychopath, as exhibited in Japan during World War II, or Chinese before them, or the black psychopath, as exhibited by the um, the, the warfare going on on the continent, it's human nature. Human hold, nature. On, hold on, hold on, a minute, Joe. Huh? Warfare going on on the continent. What, explain now. What's going on on the continent now? Yes, yeah, for the black man. Don't you have the war? Or did you have the war in Rwanda? Did you have certain um, countries? who are kidnapping boys from Rwanda or other countries to um, conscript them into their particular army? Isn't that going on right now? Yes, it's going on, but why is it going on? But why is it going it's on? Reaction? That's right. Why is it going on? It's not like they're doing it just to be doing it. For the same reason it's going on even by white people, it's because they can't. They want something other people have. They uh-huh. want but, what you but want. But they can't, they can't have what they have because somebody else is always 
putting the agitation, ag- uh, adjectives in the middle of what they got to make them fight each other. Like, so if you okay, got that, so you're, if you okay. got that out of it, if you got that out of the equation, well, it but, wouldn't be happening. It well, would be so, peace. So in other words, hundreds of years ago, and even today, if, if there was no European intervention, then Africa would be perfectly without conflict, like the Zulus and no, the no, yeah, no, I don't, I don't believe no, that. Would, no, but they but, would, but, 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 uh, yeah. they would be perfectly controlled of their area and their tribe. They sure would. That's true, but you're they, they, they would not And they would have the everything that belonged that was given. And why wonder why it was given to the gold and the riches were given to them anyway? Why and it was I? given to them, and they would happen to end up there for some reason. Every time somebody go there. And I was looking at a show the other day, and every time somebody go into certain parts of Africa, they mm-hmm. got to have a black man to lead them to get there to the treasures that nobody can touch. Okay. Um, but he can't even own it. All right. I'm saying so, when it gets look, to the heart, if you I had would, a heart and a soul, you wouldn't even want to go mess with something that didn't belong to you. Yeah, well, I'm on, I'm on a, uh, I, I, think, I think my man asked a good question, Joe. Spirit. I'm gonna say I will, I'm gonna say if, if if you want to know the extent of the European uh, morality, mm. I really do believe you have to go back and study some of their culture. Now I'm not I'm not being funny, but I don't think they have a lot, you know, based off of looking back at their ancient cultures and their mm. thinking. Now that doesn't mean they can't you know adopt right like we said a religion right. right people use religion to you know bring themselves under submission. Mm-hmm. I think all humans, you know, to some degree, may need to do that. But just to answer this question, which is a, to me is a good question, if you got one group of people who run around the world causing a lot of mischief, I mean, at some point you have to deal with it. Uh, I agree with you. I'm not saying. Okay, all right. Yeah, I'm not, I'm and I mean, mis- let's not make no mistakes. The no, white man does cause a lot of mischief oh, on the oh, earth. Oh, yeah. yeah, you got to agree. Okay, all right, well, that's good, oh, brother. No, I agree with you. So this is true. All right. At one All time, right. England law, um, traveled to 90% of the, of the known world at that time, had an infiltrated of the, uh, the cultures, and that's why I guess today everybody's speaking English as opposed to French and German and Zimbabwe. And, um, so really the thing is. Don't you think if, if they were stopping, it would be a happier world? No, I think that if Europeans didn't do it, then the Chinese would take their place, or if the Chinese didn't do it, then uh, Africa would would expand as well. You cannot tell well, me now, that now, now, Let me say this. Okay. I, let me say, I'm, I'm going to say this, Joe, and I agree with you. I, I believe that, and I've said this before on the show too, I believe it's humans' job to keep humans in check. Mm-hmm. Now, I agree with you there that any group could try to, you know, you know, try to take over the world. I'm right. not saying Africans wouldn't don't have a trait where they could try it. Now, if it's likely that they would try it is a, a different question. But I do believe that humans are put here to keep each other in check. I do agree with that. And also, if um, let's say, for example, the Europeans, England in particular, developed the kind of technology that allowed them to go around the world and conquer. Now, the assumption is the assumption is is that if Africa had developed the same type of technology, that they would not do it. And I say, if Africa had developed the same type of warships, cannons. Um, Etc. And went around the world. They would start colonizing and putting people into slavery, just like the Irish, the English, the Germans, etc. I'm not letting Africa off the hook just because they have. Well, <laughs> I think, I think, it's, I think, it's, I think it's a good. I think that's a good. I think that's a good point, Joe. But I guess the question would be: Now, here's a better question. Then, uh, is it was it genius 
uh, of the Europeans to be able to uh, advance weaponry, or was it savagery? So now, once you answer that question, I guess you could apply that to an Asian, or you could apply that to an African, right? Mm-hmm. If, 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 you know, what would make his mind want to create, you know, weaponry to, DNA. you know, right? Well, you think DNA. that's human DNA? Our DNA is so, and I've said this on the show multiple times, if we escape, anybody, if the Chinese who are now trying to develop space travel, they're trying to go to the moon, if um, out of Mongolia, if Africans escaped this, uh, this pebble called Earth first, and I don't care if it could be all Africans, you go to another, uh, another planet and you find planet, out yeah. that they have resources that Africa wants, and those people on that planet cannot defend their resources, they're dead motherfuckers. Well, you, I, I, think you, I, 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 I think you're right, Joe. I mean, I, I, everybody don't I have think you're right. Take, everybody don't have that instinct to take stuff from other people. When you got to meet the right. you were born and live, so why do you want to go mess with something that you already got? So in other words, well, well, I, 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 guess, I guess what you would have to do, Joe, is you would have to make the case to say, that's a human trait, that's what and anybody saying. would do it. You need you have to make a case. Anybody you know. won't do it. I would, I would, I would have to dis- I would have to disagree. Have this I would have okay, to disagree, disagree with that, Joe. Okay, we'll get, let's, yeah. let's hear yours, bro. Let's hear well, yours. Well, Why would you disagree? Well, for for one for one because thing, now most people, most people, uh, uh, cultures, or should I say uh, races of people, you know, once they get to a certain point, they become satisfied. They content. Okay. But the white man, the white man never reached that point. He he, he always looking for more. Yeah. I don't care how much you get, he's always looking for more. Yeah, that's the same thing with the Asians, Vernon. China's it's well like known. China, yeah, well, yeah, even even with the Asians, I mean, it's like y'all, it's uh, it's like it's like the white man seeking world domination. You know, that, that's what he wants. So is China. So is Japan. Now, that's now, hey, Joe, Joe, yeah. Joe, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this now. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this to add to what the brother just said. Right. Now there was a white. Uh, he, I think he's an anthropologist. Uh, his name is Bradley. He wrote a book called uh, The Iceman and Inheritance. Have you ever heard of that book? The, I, have, I have Iceman coming, but the Iceman who? Inheritance? No, it's Iceman Inheritance. Check it out. Now, let me okay. tell you real quickly what the premise is. The premise is that the the DNA of a European came from his experience being trapped in the Ice Age, meaning his lack of sons, his lack of resources, his lack of water, and so his DNA in his body, he he was always struggling to survive, right? right? And so out of that experience over thousands of years, that was that was born into his DNA, and there's two drives that he says that Europeans are ran from. Uh, the death instinct and the, uh, um, I forget what the other one is, but... But but basically what he's saying is that the way that the European acts now is based off of his experiences and being trapped in the cave, and that is bred into him now, and that's not going to change. Now, that's what he said. I'm not saying that. Okay, it may be. I can't say yeah. it's, not, it's not real. I can't say that it is real. And it may be that a certain race, there's only three of us on the planet anyway, is that a certain race, has this particular savage instinct uh, more, uh, I wouldn't say more developed, more aggressive than others. I'm not going to say that's not possible. I'm also going to say that even though, let's say, Africans do not have this particular type of savage, regressive gene, 
that they still would, if they went to another planet, would still colonize that freaking planet if those people on that planet can't protect those resources. Just like, just like um, our, your, your, your ordinary average um, English, German, Irish, etc. You know what? I, I agree with that. All right. So we see 35 after the hour. So you know what we got to do. It's time for your last words. So anybody, y'all ready for your last words? Okay, here we go. We're going to start with Sister Angoni. Sister Angoni, are you there? Yes, I'm here. And I just wanted to say that, Joe, I think what you're doing is you're discounting a lot of history. And when you make references to the behavior of Africans on the continent today and also of um, of Asians, you're not taking in consideration that their cultures have been uh, invaded uh, and disrupted. So you have to go back further. And also there's no evidence, uh, according to science and according to some uh, one specific scientist, um, Dr. David Imhotep and others, and uh, that there weren't any white skin on the planet before 3000 B.C. So when you look at history, see, y'all have a tendency to want to start history where it's convenient for you. There's evidence that Africans and Asians traded for thousands of years without any violence. So I just wanted to say that. Very interesting conversation. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Sister Angoni. As always, much love, much love. All right, uh, let's go with Andrew. Andrew, the last hey, verse. Guys. Well, uh, you know, uh, I feel that I took more of a approach of Austrian economics to the whole thing. Uh, you know, they look at the who, why, what, where, and how, and um, you know, I don't put the I don't like if we're going to use white people as the example. I don't put uh, the average indentured servant that was forced to go over to the United States and work for somebody else or the person that was forced to go to Australia because they happened to steal something for petty crime uh, in London uh, in the same position as, say, the ruling monarch at the time of the great expansion of Britain or the royal family that, you know, spread out this whole thing. You know, I see people on a person-by-person... I don't put William Wilberforce in the same boat as the Queen of England. So, um, you know, this whole idea of labeling one race in one way, I, I don't run with it. I would put idiot men alongside Martin Luther King. So I think the situation we're dealing with is a lot more complex than we'd like to have to, than we, than we, than we would all like, perhaps. But I do also recognize that there are major problems, and uh, I'd like to try and find uh, good uh, solutions to try and help everybody as opposed to... Uh, focusing on uh, fighting based on the color of people's skin. All right. Well, thank you, sir. And uh, appreciate you calling in. And I kind of agree with you a little bit on that one. Uh, All right. Next up is Cuz Vernon in the house. Hey, man, all I'm going to say, good show. (laughs) Joe, you're still my friend, even though you're a white man. (laughs) (laughs) Good show, Eric, man. I got to get out of here, man. All right, Vernon. Be good, brother. All right. Later. <laughs> Later. All right. Next up, Mays. Hello. Nice to hear Vernon. I missed him. Missed him talking to him. But uh, when it gets to, it's never about race, but it's always about race. 
And it's not about color, but it's all about it's about color. And we didn't bring the color thing into it because when Africa came, they was given riches. And it's taken away, and people were taken from the land, and people were, were sent to a place they don't even know, didn't know anything about. Can't communicate with the people, with their ancestors, because that's where they came from. If they would still have a communication between each other, you wouldn't have the evenness that you see today. And what wouldn't the answer? Because that's not in our DNA. Have a good one. All right. Thank you, Maze. You have a good one as well. Wow. Okay, next up, uh, Michigan. Yeah, hey, great show, man. I, I was going to agree with a couple of the callers. You know, uh, to South Africa, I think, and I do believe that that is a noble uh, uh, idea to have, to where we can live in peace. But I think if, if, if we don't get to some type of social system where man cannot control the natural resources, right, where there can be monopoly on the natural resources, basically water and land, those are the first two starting points. If we don't adopt uh, some type of economic system or social system where we know that we have to share this planet, I think it's going to be difficult to uh, bring about some unity. Uh, the other thing with uh, with Sister Ngoni's point, you know, you you have African cultures that have holidays. Check this out, that only come every three thousand years. Now, what does that mean? This means that you have cultures who have been able to keep a continuity amongst amongst its progenitors to where the next generation knows about. Uh, holidays that only come 3,000 years. Now, what is that saying? This means that Africans have a history of living in harmony, especially with themselves. You don't have dynasties that last for 10,000s of years if you have a lot of turmoil and war. It just doesn't happen. So you look at America. I mean, it's, it's on the brinks of being destroyed. And how old is it? 300 years? So now you're talking about Africans having examples of where they were able to hold together dynasties for 10,000 years. How can you do that unless you have harmony and peace? See, you can't do that when you're at war. So I do believe that, and that's an excellent point. Human history does not start with Europeans. Europeans have a, a tendency to do that, start human history with them coming on the scene. So you know those those are basically my points, but I I do think uh, uh, Joe, you, you you I mean you're gonna have to do some research because, I mean the research is there, the history is there. Africans have been able to live in harmony for for thousands and thousands of years without war. So, and those would be my comments. All right, thank you, Michigan. Very very good comments. Interesting also. All right, last but not least, Joe. Well. Running, I like you too, even though, and I'm going to, you may be right, because I'm not an historian. Um, I wasn't trying to discount history, but I may not be aware of certain uh, uh, certain parts of it. And, Mr. Michigan, you're right also. Um, I haven't taken a look at the African history, and for dynasties to exist for thousands of years, okay, the way that you're talking about, and would have to be in harmony, and harmony does dis, uh, dis, uh, dismiss war. It does not allow war in there, if there is that continued harmony. Oh, well. 
Well, we lost Joe. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been a fun, fun show. Fun show. Um, we didn't get to talk about everything I wanted to talk about, but no problem. But there's always Friday. So, <laughs> less work I have to do. All right, y'all. Just remember, um, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you forgive yourself first. Uh, learn to laugh at yourself. If you can laugh at yourself, everything else is just crazy. All right? So, until Friday, man, y'all have a great week. And um, take y'all out of here with some, um, I don't know, I'm going to surprise you, okay? Until Friday, y'all have a good one. I'm out. So, even though... We face the difficulties of today and tomorrow. I still have a dream. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal. I have a dream to take a nation of millions to hold us back. Brown versus poor, open some doors. Back then, they call all blacks Negroes. We kick it off the top, sort of like the Separate is an equal when they practice. My school is a shack, mine is a path. Do I have to sit in the back of the bus? That's whackness. Second class citizen on account of my blackness. They say they changed the world, you gotta take a stand. Rosa Parks took a seat, changed the face of the land. Martin had a plan that even if you wanna change the world, that it mean you gotta kill another man. Inspired by the people like the world of Gandhi. A passive to send a war without an army, cause they can't harm me no matter how the end seems. I want their Mr. King and still have a dream. I have a dream that freedom rings. This must be so that freedom rings. MLK had a dream, took it mainstream. Civil rights bill, voting rights act, they passed modern day Jesus. Turning the other cheek, some blacks like dog, that's weak. I'm not looking to get deep, deep in the next week. My everyday life is police brutality. I can pick up X and drop this slave name. Radical change, defense for any name. When our hearts to Mecca, to let God protect us. Whites and blacks, yeah, we in this together. There are race riots. People are dying. Warfare, watch tear gas, bullets are flying. GMK, he got assassinated. MLK, he got assassinated. Malcolm X, he got assassinated. So it's up to us to keep that dream alive. Freedom ring.